Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 40 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Tonight, we're going to be discussing the Video Game Awards and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. And Game Club. We brought Game Club back. I think we're going to have some insight on that. Uh, we have another full crew here tonight. Would you say a galleon? A galleon. It's yep. four. It's four. Myself, Richard Bergman, Russell Bergman. Hey! Michael McLeod. It's me. And Tessar Concepcion. Yep, I'm here, and we're talking about that gallon. We're talking about a gallon. The gallon? The gallon. The gallon. Mm. The gallon. The gallon. Four quarts. We're each a quart in the gallon that makes no fine cash. I need to get milk, that reminds me. Or we're four liters. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we were four liters. I got it yesterday. <laughs> uh, it's like $1.39 at Walmart for the mm. gallon. There's, there's you buy milk milk? A whole milk, yeah. I don't know. What do you get? Almond milk. I mean, that's what I drink. Mm, okay. The the whole milk is for the other individuals. Oh, that's okay. the difference. Mm, okay, yeah. Makes I their can... bones strong. Okay. That makes and sense. Yeah, they're like the Flintstones kids. And growing. Uh, we actually get the third-party oh, yeah. vitamins. We don't get the real ones. Ooh. I'm talking about mm. the song. There's like fake stuff out there ain't it? for everything now. The Flintstones vitamin deal, mm-hmm. gaming-related, since you tied this through, was signed by the uh, the big Sega exec that brought Sonic over and all that. Interesting. Name escapes me. This was in that book Russell got me a couple years ago, Console Wars. Uh, Tom Kaminsky. Yeah, you saw they're making a movie based off that. Yeah. yeah. Flintstones? A lot of people... <laughs> Console Wars and the Flintstones. Oh, Console God. Wars featuring the Flintstones. Michael, uh, we already hit, there's already a <clears throat> flick out there starring Rosie O'Donnell that mm-hmm. we can recommend to you. There was a sequel where they changed everybody. Was yeah. it Rick Moranis in that? He was in the and, first um, one. It was Barney. Who was Fred? It was John Goodman, John right? John Goodman, mm-hmm. yep. They made a sequel yep. with nobody, none of the original people returned, I think. We went to see that in theaters. <laughs> do you remember that? I vaguely do. Ooh, Very why, vaguely. Why would you do that? Uh, we were young and your kids. someone else drug us there. Yep. I remember that was when the McRib came out. Ooh. Remember? Nope. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's a very specific memory time. That I day. remember the commercials for it. That That's how I remember because they put the McRib on top of the car and it tipped over. Well, like they did in the... Uh, that was in the show. Yeah. That was yeah. in the cartoon. Yeah. But the, I, I remember that specifically for some reason. Probably better than the movie. So Tom Kaminsky did... Uh, <coughs> it was Flintstones was like a relatively unknown property at that point. And he signed them for the kids' vitamin thing. He also did He-Man. He came up with a bunch of the He-Man characters. Masters of the He-Man. Universe. And how to market that. I saw the live-action He-Man in movie theaters. The one with Dolph Lundgren? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this. Mm-hmm. you never, you never seen it? Nope. There's a scene in there where that troll guy would use his uh, claw thing and steal people's KFC buckets. <laughs> so he can eat it. Seriously? Mm-hmm. That was their product yeah, placement. They, to save money, they, they go into like modern time or modern... It's weird. It's a weird movie. Yes, Skeletor comes. Like, fucking weird. Is it like Mario Brothers bad weird? No, it's, there's nothing as bad as Double Dragon bad. So, nah. I'm not talking to you about anything related to Double Dragon. <laughs> I got a Double Dragon collection coming in the mail. I'm bringing it here. We're all gonna play. <laughs> oh Someone else. Can <laughs> What's Double Dragon collection on? Uh, they got it on Switch and PS4. I order both. That way we can play both. No, it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. The dock doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, we, we broke the it. charger. We broke I'm done. It. The PS4 no comes doesn't work anymore. <laughs> That's broken too. Oh, yeah. yep. I ordered another one and it's also broken. Mm. It's got to go back. Nothing works here. Nothing. There's nothing in this house that plays Double Dragon. <laughs> Take that shit out of here. There's even a Switch online that plays Double Dragon. Uh, you got me looking at. Um, well, you sent me a link a couple weeks ago. Was it the Gradius collection or Darius collection? One of them was like. Darius? Yeah. 
So I got looking into that. Uh, there's another podcast called Retro Warriors, and they did a special on the Darius games. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at that Switch one, and we're not confirmed to get that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, but it has um, most of the Darius games for the regular SKU, which is like 4,200 yen. There's one that's like 150,000 yen. That's the one wow. I got, which is $177. You actually got that? Yeah. Its eBay value has gone through the roof, and it's for one extra game and some other like art book and stuff, right? Four additional games. So you ended up buying it? Yeah. I thought it was one additional game. Mm, four. Okay. You did the research. You bought mm-hmm. it. Okay. I wouldn't spend that much for one edition. And game. none of them are Gar- uh, Darius <clears throat> Gaiden. But you got me, after we were talking about it last week, you got me on an R-Type kick, like, trying to look those up. and Like, there's a lot more that I thought I had, and there's some I didn't know I had. Like, I have R-Type for Master System, but I don't have the uh, Super Nintendo one that I did, that I thought I did. The red uh, red sticker one? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We got to play some R-Type, but I have Darius Twin for Super NES. But in that episode, um, Retro Warriors is pretty cool if y'all haven't checked that one out. Um, the Super Nintendo, for some reason with those type of shoot 'em ups it had like weird scrolling issues and it would slow down and stuff. Like they said that with Gradius and stuff like that. Shoot 'em ups Did you play any more R-Type on the Switch? A little bit. It went back up in price when I went to go look at it. I was like, damn it. Was it's it only like, like 3 or $4. Or yeah, that? it's fourteen ninety nine, yeah. which is still an excellent value for those two games. But It'll go on sale again. Yeah. I think it was ten ninety nine or eleven ninety nine when you got it. So yeah, I, I think that. I got like um, I got about at least twenty or about twenty shooters on that switch. I didn't realize, and once I read and went on the switch store to try to buy it, was mm-hmm. that you could switch between the two graphics. Yeah, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure you mentioned that, but I was like, damn I did. it, I would have yeah. jumped on that. I would have been all over that shit. Because you get the, I guess the PlayStation. Remake one and then yep. the OG one. Because it came out on PS3 and Xbox <clears throat> like 2011 or 2012. I think mm-hmm. I saw. Shoot 'em ups. Those are timeless. As you know, across all these systems, Master System. There's a good one for Saturn. All this kind of stuff. Those are those have held up pretty well over over the years. Unlike some games on the PlayStation Classic. Mm. Did anybody play theirs? I didn't get one. There no. was some cool stuff that came out about it. Um, oh yeah, about all those missing games that weren't put on there. Yeah, John Linneman. I uh, didn't see that. Dark yeah. was he Dark One X on Reset Era, but mm-hmm. part of the Digital Foundry. He I was didn't watch uh, that video. Yeah. Yeah, they they found out you can plug a certain type of keyboard, it's like a Corsair keyboard in, and hit escape and find the debug menu yeah. for that emulator. Change it to NTSC and 60 frames per second. Yeah, it still doesn't like improve the quality of them or anything, though. Did you break yours out and try it? Negative. I checked at, uh, I ran some errands today and was at two different GameStop locations, and they are sitting on all of theirs. Yeah. Somebody posted a sign on Twitter, it was at a, I think it was at a Best Buy location, it, said, it had a sign printed out, it said only one per customer, and there was like 50 of them stacked <laughs> up underneath there. <laughs> So they kind of shit the bed on that. I hope yeah. they kind of drop back and, and figure out a new, maybe a new product or something. Does y'all's audio sound okay? It's like muted. And it's very low. Yeah, Why is it so low? low? We didn't change any settings. Mm-hmm. Let me up it on there. What do y'all want to jump into? News or games? We're <coughs> chill right now. Yeah. Or, uh, we played a lot of uh, Smash Brothers in pre-production. All the Holiday excitement has left our body because we were giving it all to that. Now that was in, fun as shit. Now we're in mellow That's mode. the most fun I've had playing games since probably one of our Halo days. That's good multiplayer, shit. Multiplayer wise. Super good shit. I, I, was, was, fun. I was loving it. All right, Russell brought up holiday game traditions. Let's jump into that. We, we've mentioned it the past two episodes and skipped mm-hmm. over it. So let's go into that. Then we'll do Smash Brothers. I thought and the, games tradi- played, the tradition we'll was to continue to skip over it. Yeah. Uh, that might be <laughs> that our new holiday tradition. That's the new tradition. It's always to mention it and never actually address it. That's putting our official podcast stamp on what we want to do with this. Yeah. On today's discuss. episode, 
We need to discuss too and see what type of um, like if we want to do a game of the year type thing or how we want to put our spin on that. I kind definitely of say we need to do that, but uh, more closer to maybe New Year's, I would say. Once the end of the year's all, yeah. All, I mean, officially over, yeah, and that's I mean, like the hot topic. You had like three games come out today, so yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Four. There were four I was going to buy. I mean, one of them's a Genesis collection, but still, that's that's something to consider. It's a mm-hmm. it's a retail skew. It is. I was thinking. I feel like something comes out because I didn't play a lot. Of, I didn't play a ton of new releases this year. Russell went heavy into Sea of Thieves. That was your big new release. Yeah, that was my big one. Um. I would want to put. I would want to make our spin on it like our most played or something. I don't know. There's yeah, there's some old games that made huge impressions on me this year. Because if we put some stipulations on it, like you've had to have beaten it or anything like that, then that really narrows down. Maybe my we need to have a Soul Calibur for Dreamcast is my game. I mean, you don't, <laughs> favorite game. You don't have to beat it. Just play it. Favorite game that came out this year and favorite game that you maybe discovered this year or something. Like I like that. that. Yeah. I like that because we do end up talking about a lot of old school. We have yeah. a game club game. I mean, you and every month. Everyone Sometimes here is, is the type of person just to pick up something random as hell and be yes. like, oh, okay, wow, okay, yeah. I missed this. this out. I moved some stuff around in the game room the other day, and uh, I wanted to hook up the PS2. I, bought, I had bought these component cables, and yeah. I wanted to test them out. So I threw in Star Wars Battlefront oh, shit. I keep and ran through around. I keep forgetting to bring those HDMI cables. I do want to try that out see how yeah. it looks. I'm hearing good things about them. PS1-wise, at least. Yeah. PS1-wise and PS2 for the games that don't do 480p, but... You can either play those back on PS3 or get the uh, the other component cables out and be fine. Hmm. I think it's cool to have uh, HDMI support for PS1 just work and be awesome. Mm-hmm. I do want to mess with, because I have that <laughs> CRT that's 4x3, I want to mess with some of the frame stuff and see if you can change it. Because I don't think it works. I don't think you can change it in the cable. You know, In the, in the system settings for PS1, you couldn't change the aspect ratio. I feel like I'm putting you on sleep. No, I'm, I'm suffering. Indigestion. Works. Suffering in silence. Yeah. What do we want to go into first? Holiday traditions. <laughs> yes. No, the tradition is not to talk about holiday traditions. And I almost got out of it. Michael brought it right back around. No. Can't breathe. Close. Let's jump into it. Holiday gaming traditions. This is a fun. So, one. are you gonna find a like a Christmas sound bite? We'll play it at this part. We may. Yeah. This some time. some yeah. jingle bells. I mean a holiday sound bite. Yeah. I mean whatever you want to call it. Is there? Russell did that when you were playing your World of Warcraft days. Was there a, uh, like, did they change the theme oh, or anything yeah. when you were running around? Everybody write a uh, title down. Write down your famous titles. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not falling <laughs> for that one. You're baiting us. No, they Am would, I? Yeah. They would always do in-game stuff for any of the holidays. So there was always a Halloween one. It was some sort of harvest, I think. What were we talking about? World of Warcraft? World of Warcraft. Uh, did it change the music? And it would change the music and, uh, like... For Christmas holiday time, you, I mean, they would give you snowballs and stuff that you could throw at people. And does that work? Um, they did that in DC Universe Online too. Yeah, it was, it was like really snowing cool. everywhere, and there's snowman. And you had to go there. to Iron Forge and run a couple of uh, quests for Santa Claus, or I think they called him like Grandfather Winter. You showed me this. It was yeah. really really cool because yeah. uh, the first time I found it was I think the first time I was playing it. And I was completely blown away because I didn't think they had anything like that in the game. And they would do those kind of almost weekly updates where they would change the game itself. Yeah. So it was very cool to see that and the right. Halloween stuff. Uh, you know who's good at doing that now? Who picked up that mantle? We don't play this game. None of us. Destiny 2. Fortnite. Fucking Fortnite. Mm. Yeah. They do a lot of this theme type shit. They change their map around. They'll have mm. these crazy things that occur and just... Totally, like the two round, two or three rounds that I played with some coworkers a couple months ago, like there's this broken down uh, drive-in theater, and that's gone now, and it's like this 
it's called the block or something. Mm-hmm. I think they were talking about they it. They were talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a a block of nothing now. Yeah, and they're gonna the community Put will figure out there. what's gonna be there, and yeah. it's just okay. It's cool shit. They made like a living world out of a third person shooter. Yeah, I mean that is one aspect of Fortnite that I'm, I guess, an admiring of um it's because they do seem to have a lot of community engagement for that kind of in-game stuff oh, yeah. like with the was it the comet and stuff and everybody wanted to know what the hell was going the on with the comet and the cube and and all kinds of different in-game stuff friend of the podcast alan is a, a big fan of that and usually will send me updates on some random shit that's happening and i have no idea what he's talking about what does he play fortnite on uh, i believe it's xbox yeah. xbox because that's one of the cross-platform games i kind of thought with the game awards we were going to get some uh cross-platform news i thought especially so too with the, when all three people especially with up. the honchos were out there yeah. I, I thought that might have been one of the things they were going to talk about everything's cross-platform now all the time yep everything coming out from now on that'd be cool that'd be crazy but yeah that'd be cool holiday gaming traditions <laughs> we're back i'll start yeah you start um over the holidays uh, we did it with Smash Brothers. I like playing with friends. It seems like it's cold outside. There's nothing to do. Sports is kind of winding down here and there. Almost sounds like a song. I was about to launch into the chorus. <laughs> you should. And uh, I know Russell and I, growing up, would look forward to, like, the holidays was when we got our games. Before mm-hmm. we had income and we could go out and purchase games, that's when we we spent the previous six months or so picking out a game, whether it was a good choice or not, yeah. and then enjoying it after we got it for Christmas. Like, uh, our first console was a 64, and we got... So the, um, real, the real question is, do you get burned on any games? Oh, yeah. Which one? Which ones do you remember the most? <laughs> the one that sticks out the most, and I won't say it's a bad game, but I, if I knew what I know now... I mean, when you're younger, you pick out some weird stuff. It's, mm-hmm. But this game has like a sentimental value. Our grandmother didn't like get out and shop for us or anything like that. She didn't drive. So she would order us stuff from the Pennies catalog. You remember the Wish Book? You'd get that big, thick catalog. And... Ah, those were the days. Yep. Christmas catalog. So Toy Story was super hot at the time, and I didn't have any system but uh, Game Boy. And there was Toy Story for Game Boy. Oh, the Super Nintendo one was great, though. Uh, the the Game it? Boy one was, it used those like pre-rendered graphics yeah. when uh, Woody would it looked throw cool. the lasso. It looked really It was neat. a decent game. It yeah. wasn't, I don't know that that's like a stellar pick for that holiday season or anything, but... That was, I think, early on especially, we bought a lot of licensed stuff. Yeah. So I what, got what did you on. get with your N64? I'm, I'm curious now. Remember the two games we unwrapped? Two I, fucking great I games. remember my N64 when I got it, too. <laughs> I was kind of curious. What and it was, late, it was late in the cycle. Are we guessing, or are we going to let Russell guess since he was there? I'm going to let Russell guess, because there, there <laughs> was two that we unwrapped. We got Mario Kart. Mario Kart 64. Great pick. Did y'all pick that, or is that just something that got you? I think, wasn't it a uh, combo? Mm-mm. No, it was just the system. It was the system. And it was the. It had dropped to a hundred dollars at that point, and it was mm-hmm. the system and the the purple atomic see-through purple. atomic purple. Yep, I had the same one. Yep. Pokemon Snap was the other game. That's was a good that game. The other one? And we played the shit out of both of those. That's a fun game. Yep, I like that game. That was Christmas '99. We got that system. Yeah. That was our first home console, mm-hmm. and it was on from there. A lot of Mario Kart. So we actually, uh, when we'll visit uh, relatives and stuff in Florida, Mario Kart is just a standard. We'll take it down there and hook it up. And I'm hoping it doesn't get difficult to hook up a 64 to newer TVs because as they phase out, like our aunt where we stay when we go down there, she doesn't have a, a boob tube to hook a 64 <laughs> up too easily. Yeah. So it can be kind of hit and miss. But I, I think last time we had it down there, it hooked up fine with this video. Yeah. 
and um, we either had cousins that we grew up playing with, or at this mm. point, our cousins' kids, and just playing Mario Kart and talking trash and throwing banana peels and getting the whole family involved. Yep, that's it. That is my favorite holiday gaming tradition. What you guys have? Oh, Mario Kart. Hmm. I do the same thing every year for Christmas and Halloween. Okay. Um, which is kind of lame, but whatever. It's just what I do. Monster Hunter. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I you did that for Valentine's <laughs> Day. Did I? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> you got something from it, didn't you? And you did it for Boss's Day yep. and President's Day. Pat St. Patrick's. St. Patrick's. Yeah. Indigenous People Day. Can't forget St. Patrick's Day. Saturday. Easter's. <laughs> Every day. Flag Day. <laughs> Armor Day. Flag Day. day. <laughs> I can't come into work and flag. It's a flag day event right now. Yeah. I have to get the flag monster. armor. I'm playing Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Michael. We're taking bets at Monster Hunter. On. Monster Hunter, which was a RPG of the Year winner at the game. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about that. We will discuss that. I know you were hot. Oh yeah. You were texting me. Y'all's, it wouldn't. It wouldn't just me though. Y'all's feed was ahead of mine, so you would send stuff, and I'm like, ah, here we go. Oh yeah. But you yeah. were like. Really, Monster Hunter? And I, I was waiting to hear it, and it wasn't Octopath or anything. I was like, damn. It, it, okay, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get there, we'll get there. Go so, ahead, like, Michael. every year... I'm trying to derail holiday traditions again. Mm-hmm. Let's keep derailing it. This is lame, but this is what I do. So go. I usually have a I have a night. Like, Halloween, I do this. Uh, so, well, I had to work this year, but... If I don't have to work, I kind of... I have, like, a series of movies that I watch throughout the holiday season. So, like... But I also have a YouTube playlist... Of just video game holiday specials, like from Angry Video Game Nerd or That's from cool. Derek Alexander or from the Gaming Historian, they each have their own Christmas specials. Gaming Historians get stuff on there. Yeah, um, and I, I I don't know how many videos is up to now. It's a, a fourteen videos. Pat the NES Punk. Uh, There's a bunch of few people on here, um, but I'll just sit there and make like a. It's almost like a extended movie night out of that. Just watching all those back to back to back, and it's. <coughs> And I do the same thing with Halloween as well. Like everyone has their own little Halloween specials, and so it's video content, but it's game. It's, it's game, game related, yeah. like uh, Angry Video Game Nerd does. Very elaborate. He does like a uh, the Nerd Stole Christmas. It's based off the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's I do that. I don't know. I've been doing it probably the last five years or so. And the as as they come out, I just add new things on there. That's a good playlist. That's always idea. enjoyable to do. You just sign in and you know it's there. I mean, I already have it saved on my thing and I just it gets longer every year. That is cool. Yeah, and I usually have friends over too sometimes for it. Smash Brothers is a big thing. I usually have some sort of holiday party. We, Nintendo Land's been a big thing. Really? Uh, Nintendo Land is, is great fun with a bunch of people. And, uh, Keyword, bunch of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need... You need by yourself, no, six to eight. I would people. argue the same for Smash Brothers. So it's Smash not, Brothers is good not. by itself, but Nintendo Land needs more than one. <laughs> that will play some Dokkan Kingdom sometimes too, but that always ends up somebody getting getting a little butt hurt. <laughs> Holiday traditions. Oh yeah, getting mad about Dokkan Kingdom. Yeah, Dokkan Kingdom is not a not a game to keep your friends with. So, but yeah, that's that's about that's about the only thing I Very do cool. every year. I like when content creators will do like a best snow levels or best. Best Halloween themed games or things like that. So that's a cool. Is uh, there a Christmas themed game outside of like Polar Express? And I can think of which that game is garbage. Yeah, there's a Polar Express game. Yeah, mm-hmm. what do you do? Uh, you're on a train and, and you Polar Express it. Yeah, it's, it's like Polar it's, Express. It's, uh, it's a kids game, obviously. And then Tom Hanks comes out and he's like, 
Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he explained the game right there. So The true spirit of Christmas. Box Arts quotes by Cesar. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hayes comes out, he's and he's like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> he's drowning. <Yeah. laughs> drowning under the ice. Let him finish. <laughs> the derailed yeah. Polar Express. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Christmas. There's a Grinch game for Dreamcast, I want to say. It's also on PlayStation 1. What is that like? Uh, I do remember playing it, actually. It's based off of a, it's it's like a cartoon. It's not based off of like the old, not the old cartoon, but right. like, it was when the live action movie came out. They had like a very short-lived cartoon version of it, and it's based off of that. And I seem to remember it being okay, actually. I don't really remember it too well. I just, I'm very, very vague. There's a new Grinch movie coming out. It was, uh, some of that marketing was behind that Switch, or the Switch Smash Brothers leak from that marketing company. Mm-hmm. You remember that? They were calling mm-hmm. it the Grinch leak. Mm. That's new Grinch material from that Swedish company that supposedly leaked all, like yeah, Isaac yeah, yeah, yeah. and all these characters. No, banjo. That, yep. Poor Banjo. I hope he gets in there. Banjo Bazooie. So, sorry, you got any game traditions? I only got one. Um, every year or two, I go back and play Skies of Arcade. The first time I played it, I mm. beat it on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a, a good, good tradition. One. Yeah. That's a long ass game, though. The year, it was a couple years after the 64, the year we got our GameCube, we unwrapped. Maybe Santa brought our GameCube. Yeah. And we got Star Fox Adventures with it. Mm-hmm. We start yeah, playing Star Fox Adventures. Going to town. We're digging into <laughs> it big time. We got to stop for... First 30 minutes, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. We got to stop for breakfast. We don't know much about the GameCube. We're just... We cut it off. Because yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a memory card. Uh, about an hour later, we unwrapped a memory card. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to do it what all over What is this thing for? Here we go. Crozoa Spirits. A Krizoa spirit. We're back, we're back going into it again. Wow. You Skies of Arcadia. Skies of Arcadia is our new... What game did we will into existence? There was one, a couple... Kingdoms of Amalur I brought to backwards compatibility. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, everybody. Everyone send a tweet. Me your congratulations. Yep. There's another game that we kept talking about, and it, it came yeah, back to relevance. Yeah, I can't think of what it is. There has been something yeah. in the past no. couple the Skies of Arcade is the new one. Skies of Arcade is the new one. needs to get there. Pepsi Man was the one we were talking about. That's what it was. Yep. We mentioned Pepsi Man, and then somebody made it in that Soul Calibur Six creator, <laughs> like right after that, <laughs> like the next day. I said, "Says our screen capture." I was like, "How did this happen?" And that you could fun. see, you could see, like on the article date, like it was after we recorded and everything. Yeah. It's like we literally just mentioned. I was like, "Oh, Man. Pepsi Man, we need to get this guy." Do you have a ROM copy of that? I want to um, try that. Pepsi I have Man a game. physical copy. You have an actual mm-hmm. copy because it's an import, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. Russell, do you have any holiday gaming traditions outside of? Outside of hours that we enjoy together? Yeah, I was thinking about that when you initially brought it up because I knew we were going to have something similar because most of the Christmases, of course, we spent together and, and so many of our holidays were spin around games because, like you said, that's when we got them. Um, to piggyback off that, I'd have to uh, continue saying we played a lot of those games together. <clears throat> Mario Kart and so on and so forth, but maybe more recently, God bless Mario Kart. We still continue to play 64, like you said, mm-hmm. taking it places. And, and I have to say that, uh, especially with the holidays, people having more time off, especially once I moved out of retail myself, uh, having friends Oof. over and everything. You know, we were playing Smash, we were playing Mario Kart and Mario Party a lot because, of course, we love Mario Party. On the individual side, I'd have to say that there again, after having left retail, having a little bit more free time, weekends, that sort of thing, 
They're glorious. Um, they're they're all hail weekends. They're, they're fantastic. It's it's a, it was a weird sensation. It took me a long time to get used to it. But um, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, so two I have, days. I have this time. I guess in a I'll, row. I, guess I need I'll to go. Sleep until Monday. Yeah, might as well just say. Yes, I will help you find that. Who are you? Get out of my house. Um, but I, I started for a while there. I was taking it on to uh, beat a game, and for the longest time that was Ocarina. I'd play that usually around the holidays. That was this time last year. Yeah. So between uh, Ocarina, when we took on a couple of games, and we beat Star Fox Adventures, and then we beat Sunshine. Uh, in a Sunshine was manner. this past holiday. We yeah. need to pick a... You want to do Galaxy? You want to try to knock out some Galaxy? I think that was something we had mentioned. That would so, be fun. Because usually I'm over here anyways for for whatever holiday, so mm-hmm. we wind up playing something. So um, <coughs> I meant to mention this. We didn't do it this year. Last Thanksgiving, we ended up playing Blitz, because there were four of us here to play yep. Blitz, and we played yep. some two-on-two. On 64. When did we pick up Twilight? Was that after the concert last year? Was that like October? Or was that... I thought it was colder. I think we played Twilight Princess. I got it for you for Christmas one year. Was it last year or the year before It was the year before. It was the year before that. Because it was Wii U days. We were both playing Twilight Princess. Yep. Cesar was way ahead of us and beat it. I did beat it. I was super tired of it towards the end, though. Because that's when I I went... I got super tired of it. Absolutely ham. and got Wind Waker and... What else did I get? I got some but they had all dropped to like Nintendo Selects. So you, just, you just beat up your collection. Yeah, I just got a, yeah. awesome deals on everything because I was the last one to get in line. A lot of those, I don't know if anybody's missing those in their collection, but a lot of those Wii U games are super cheap now. Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers was 20 Dude, Splatoon is like 15 bucks. $15. Now. Yeah. Mario Maker's 15 Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Breath $39. Of the Wild's up, yeah, it's up there. Still. Still 40, yeah. <laughs> that Good one's game. holding on. Good game. I have it for Wii U, and I've seen it running, and it's... Uh, I played it on Wii U for a little bit. It's, I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's a downgrade. Mm-hmm. It is a downgrade, but it's very playable. It is playable. Yeah. Uh, there was one I needed to get. Pokemon Tournament. I can't remember if you ever picked it up. It's yeah. down to 15 also. I think it's one of the few that I'm waiting on. I may wait until they just do like a rock bottom. Yeah. I need to clear that back up in my secondary shop. I'm thinking about doing the same thing. But so many of the... What would you set a Wii U up for? That's so many of those great games. Well, now we're playing Smash Bros. Devil's Third. Wind Waker. I've still never... I don't even <laughs> think I've ever played Wind Waker. Yeah, you got those two Zelda games. You got uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Devil's I Third. need to get a copy of that one. <laughs> what, Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Mm-hmm. Oh, good game. I have it new. And with them dropping, it's like, why open this? If you're a Sonic fan, you have uh, Sonic Lost World. Lost World. Mm-hmm. Didn't we play some of that? Mm-hmm. I think we popped it in one night. Got that Zelda level in Lost World, which is very weird. Is it cool? Yeah, it's, mm. it's actually all right. I think it's fun. So that's our grimmest, like, I think it's fun. literal pain crossed his I face. Th- I think it's fun. But, like a yeah. gut punch. I'm ready, I'm ready for the amputation. <laughs> Take it off. Mm-hmm. Never again. Yeah. I think the Wii U still, like, everyone's like, oh, they're just moving everything over. And, and maybe it'll get that way, but there's always going to, I think there's always going to be something, you know, on, on Wii U that... Doesn't end up on Switch that I'm gonna want to play. Probably. Nintendo Land. I still want Nintendo to do Land. A, I actually uh, like a lot. So no, I said it's gonna never end up on Switch. It's not. I still want to do a. Sorry. Go ahead. Still want to do a Zelda timeline playthrough. Oof. It's gonna be rough. You can do it though. I have the faith. I will only play through the darkest timeline. If you can do the Year Tales. We all play up until it starts branching, and then we each take a branch. I want the branch. darkest timeline. <laughs> Ganon wins. Yep. What's Where does first, it split? What's the first one? Yeah, Ocarina. Oh, God. Ocarina dude. time. Yeah. So he fails. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I was he, just playing something. Oh, Diablo. Diablo had a story twist kind of like that where they're, 
you have to go get these certain things mm-hmm. and somebody's tricking you into getting them for them. That's what made me think of Ocarina. It's a common um, D&D trick. Is it? For the Dungeon Master. Dude, as much as you like D&D, Diablo's your stuff. I know. I'm, I'm waiting for it to drop. Upgrading weapons. It'll, it'll go on sale. Okay. If you want the just, digital, just it's catch 40 it. right now. I've I just think. got too many expenditures right now. Mm-hmm. So. Wagos. Buy yeah. Moss Wagos. Yeah, All right, what else have we been playing? We finally yeah, knocked out holiday board. traditions. Everybody knows yep, what we did. So did. now we're going into what's been played? What's been played? What's been played? Do you, do you guys want to start with Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? We Let's just played, because today's launch day. We so. played a shit ton of Smash Brothers. <laughs> we played a recently. lot of Smash Brothers. Yeah. Probably like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yep. At least, what, 15, 20 rounds? Yeah. Something At least. like that. So I was cleaning up the game room, kind of organizing some stuff. Russell came over first. He was early. And he brought his copy. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really, I picked it up today, but I wasn't, it wasn't really on my radar. I just had other things going on. I was like, okay. I remember Cesar and I playing uh, Smash Bros. Wii U and having a pretty good time. The plan was to play Party until everybody the else The plan showed. was to play Super Mario Party. Russell pops in, because I'm doing something. I'm cleaning or listening to records or something. Yeah. I threw it in, in just to update it. Yeah. And then you were like, well, let's check out the music. <laughs> okay, let's, let's try a round. And Did you uh, just kept playing. you linked your coins? That's how you get the piranha plant. That's what you have to do to get it. Mm-hmm. All right, hot tip, everybody. Yeah. What? As early adopter of the piranha plant, uh, if you, I think it's to the end of the year or maybe shortly after, you link it to your account. You know, you go into my rewards or whatever under the start menu. Have you ever redeemed? Have oh. you ever redeemed the card yeah. to your my Nintendo? Yeah. If not, you have to pay for them later on. Mm. Yeah. As when is he? He's not out yet, right? You're just, you're just uh, locking in your space? I don't know, actually. It's in the Januarys, I think. Yeah. yeah. I but think yeah, that, that sounds about right. That's how you're going to get him for free, though. Closer to Easter's. Anyway, continue on. Yeah. So we just popped it in to see like the music and all that, because we listened to some of the music last week in pre-production, and it's all unlocked right off the rip. So you pop it in, we put it on the, the uh, oh, wow. charger. So the charger... <laughs> if you connect it to the TV, it'll display what's on the switch on the TV. It's I know. Amazing. That's crazy. It's magical. Yeah. Through HDMI, the yeah. magic of HDMI. It charges and displays it. Yeah. And you can unhook the screen. I wonder if anyone else has figured that out. It's almost like you can switch between play modes. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think it was made that way? <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't so be. we pop that it's thing a bug. in. We pull up the music menu, and the music menu groups music tracks by franchise. So you got Mario Brothers, you got Zelda. We started flipping through all those, and then Russell's like, grab the controller, let's get into a round. Yeah, let's kick each other's ass. So we load it up. Our traditional mm-hmm. setting, which is two foxes against Samus and Link, two red two red foxes against two a blue fox. Samus and Link on the Star Fox. Are y'all playing Quinary. Samus and Link or Star Fox? We're playing we're playing both as Fox. Okay. This is what we did on sixty four. Okay, okay. So we would put the that was our put, matchup. Yeah, nonstop level nine uh, Samus and Link, and we could man we could troll them pretty good. Yeah. We would uh, put it on like a 99 minute smash round and just go to town. Oh, we did that once. It was I've it done, was so much fun. I've done 99s, the Red 45s, Blues. yeah. 99 Smash Brothers. Mm. Smash Brothers is great. What'd you guys think? Yeah. Well, we played a couple rounds. We got our asses handed to us at first. Yeah. We were playing. Michael still, shows up. We were still learning. You got to acclimate a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Michael watched us play one round. Then he popped in his copy because he had been playing. Past couple days, what it unlocked the midnight last days. night. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it was a little bit earlier actually. It wasn't it hasn't quite forty eight hours. So I, I don't know. I probably put two hours into it last night before I went to sleep, and then probably 
two or three hours into it today before I came over. So about five hours, I guess. Yeah. And we played like two or three rounds with the three of us against uh, NPCs, and then Cesar showed up, and yep. then it was the four of us against four plus NPC NPCs. I think that's. And we got we got caught up in the unlocking character loop. It was yeah. chaos, but it was a lot of fun. It was fucking great. It was. It that's was, the most fun I've had playing games multiplayer since one of our Halo days. That was a blast, guys. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I think eight people's too much. I can't tell what the fuck's going on. <laughs> that was that was part of the fun. I, your name's I, above your name's above your character. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's playing Wells, Where's Waldo and Smash Bros at the same time, and I'm just like. Yeah, uh, thanks for the McLeod thing, because whenever I chose Fox, I kept getting fucking confused. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was great, though, because there'd be just shit happening, and you're like, uh, I don't even know where my character is. Does I anybody think, see my guy? Yeah, Does I think six, six was a good... Was a good. I could tell where I was most of the time there. But. So it was the four of us against... We had four, and it was chaos. Mm-hmm. So we dropped... We leveled up the two characters that left, or that stayed there, and we dropped off two NPCs mm-hmm. on the other team. And that seemed to still be a pretty good balance. Yeah. Richard just needs a bigger TV. There you go. Do I? Yeah. There, there is your justification. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's go. Smash Everybody goes. load up. Let's go get a different yep. Let's go get a different TV. Yeah. Samsung's got one that's 89 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put it on that wall over there yep. where the Halo poster's at. I'll just yep. let the missus know we need, Russell said we need a new Smash yep. Brothers we'll TV. We'll set about three feet I've away spoken. from it. And then we'll, so first thing we'll play Gears of War, so we have a Marcus Phoenix that's right. bigger than me. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for uh, the 40th episode of... Mm-hmm. No podcast. We're going to get a TV. donations can be made to. Uh... Yeah, we have a Patreon. All of a sudden, <laughs> Russell. Russell, great segue. We're officially launching our Patreon. Yep. Help um, us buy an 89 inch TV. It may go to a television. There's really an 89 inch TV. Mm-hmm. Samsung. You can get crazy. God. You can get 109. I think. Uh, I think that's the biggest one that Best Buy sells. How much are those? Not cheap. Where do you put a 109 inch TV? Right there. <laughs> oh, Russell has a spot picked on it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I got this all thought out. Do you wall mount those, or you do just it? have to pay for it? Nah, you can do it either. Just go ahead and feature proof yourself and get that AK Samsung. If you go to the perimeter, best I already bought it. We just like have to go pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they open? Let's do know. it. Probably Let's, not right now. Let's call. This is like the fucking heavy rain night. You remember that? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so Russell's in college. We're just hanging out for the night. It was a. It was your PS3, right? Yeah. You had your PS3 up there. We downloaded the demo for Heavy Rain. He's like, like, you need to try this out. This is how he always gets me. Just like with Toe Jam and Earl, he was talking about earlier. <laughs> Dude, this is a really good game. Just check it out. Just download the demo. So we leave and go to Target at like 1 o'clock, and there was like well, a 24-hour Target. We played the 30-minute demo, and we're both like, holy fuck, this is amazing. Where can we get this? What did that demo consist of? Was it like the opening of the game? Yeah, I think you got to play as... You got to play, I know, for what, at least one segment as the detective, but I think you got to play the opening, too, as, as the guy with the kids. So you were Scott Shelby at some point, and then... Uh, no, no, no. Ethan, not, was it Ethan? Not the Mars? private... Um, it's like Ethan Hawke or something. Ethan yeah. Hawke? Yeah, that's who it was. It is Ethan. Um, uh, from, is uh, it Ethan? From White yeah. Fang. It's so Ethan Mars? Specifically from White Fang. <laughs> that's it. That's, it that's is the only Ethan. Movie he's yeah. And then you got Jason. Because it's the police. Sean. 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 Yeah, Scott. Did y'all see that uh, the, all the Quantic Dream games are getting a retail release? I yeah. saw that. Physical. It's a good bundle. Mm-hmm. Probably not gonna get, buy it though. You get Heavy Rain Beyond and Detroit for thirty nine ninety nine on Switch. That's a good yep. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sony has brought over. It's one of the biggest announcements from mm, the Game Awards. It's amazing. <laughs> Let me know when you figure out how to put the disc inside the game console. It's gonna happen. You got eighty nine inch TV to play it on once you figure it out. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> not coming to Switch. You did not hear it on No Podcast first. <coughs> All right, we've gone off of some tangents. Where the hell were Shocker. we? Shocker! Smash Brothers. What yeah. do you guys think about Smash Brothers? I'm digging it. It's a Smash Brothers. We all bought it. It's mm-hmm. great. 
I found a. I always use Fox and 64. Well, 64 is my most played Smash Brothers. So, so, so does Fox. I didn't I haven't played Fox at all. Is he control the same? Did they... It's too fast in my opinion. Like okay. I kept I kept ending up off the map, and then you okay. showed me where the jump button was at, and that helped out with the <laughs> other characters because I was trying to use the stick like on 64 because I, I think that was the only thing you could use. Could you use the yellow? Could you use the C sticks on? A... I think so. I think you use C up. If I'm yeah, not you could. You could on 64. Yeah. Because I, I always use the button instead of the uh, the directional. Thing. Should I do now? Because uh, I started dying way way less. Because I was immediately doing the B up. Oh shit! Let's yeah. get back on there real it's quick. It's not as consistent if you just use the joystick. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that immediately. I've noticed though that they changed some of the characters somewhat for the better. Some not as good. You know, I don't know. Uh, just some characters I've just like ah oh, man I'm, I'm I know I'm good with this person I'm just like ah oh, you know what like Captain Falcon to me like I was failing with terribly and i'm usually falcon. pretty good with captain falcon so. you played a lot of the wii u one with falcon or i played melee, a lot of the or? wii u and the melee melee is probably my most played one but link especially link's always been my main they did a couple big changes with him uh for one you have to remote detonate his bombs which i knew that was a thing but it's kind of difficult because it's down and beat yeah, but you were like a freaking <coughs> beast with it you were i am sniping people much with better shit. with it when they blow up on their own i can hit people with two bombs at once was that a carryover from the Breath of the Wild link where you yes. actually had the you have to, you had the Sheikah slate and you had And it would be different if it was just like you know L1 or something like that mm -hmm. but they couldn't do that so it's down and B and it's very awkward. Uh, uh, you had it down cuz a couple I don't times, have it down yet. A I, couple times when you were unlocking characters you were owning with that damn remote detonation bomb. Um, and also he doesn't have a hook shot. So like I noticed that he has to manually Young grab. Link does. Young Link has Young, Link has Young Link's it. bombs explode too. But yeah. the problem with Young Link is, uh, and I, I did play as him for a little while. He controls like old Link, but he's way lighter. Yeah. So I mean, you can't take. Just real easy to move around. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's easy to knock off the level, yeah. really. Yeah. You know. So that's uh, why I love Kate. Link is super heavy, and he has a good jump. So I mean, that's part of why I like playing him. So. Were you the only one that played as Young Link? I thought I saw no, somebody. Uh, Russell played as What Young did you think well. of Young Link? Was, I enjoyed okay. it. Yeah? Uh, I, I liked uh, playing as Fox to, to carry uh, carry back to that as well because I thought uh, the buttons were mapped perfectly. That It was just the same as playing on the 64 mm -hmm. or Melee, yeah. uh, but he was a lot faster. And I don't know if he was necessarily lighter and he was getting tossed off the map because there were several times I fell off too. Yeah, uh, but like, fuck. Yeah, it's like <laughs> holy shit. And uh, where am I? There I go. But um, I thought playing as Young League was maybe <clears throat> sim very similar to the '64 one. Um, same with a lot of controls, same um, abilities. Like what you're saying mm -hmm. with the bomb. Young Link is, is Link now, like pretty much. Yeah, if, yeah. He's just lighter. He's just lighter. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. I, mm -hmm. I thought we absolutely destroyed him on that one with uh, dual links going. That was a good time. It was, it was fun. Yeah. It was crazy because half the time all I would see was a spinning sword and I didn't know if it was me or Mike. <laughs> so, but it was a lot of fun. It was cool. You start off with Fox. Who did you end up maining mostly? K. Rule. King K. Rule. King K. Rule. He caught a lot of flack for being in this game, but you enjoyed yeah. playing with him. I loved it because uh, it was very easy to control once I did start going off. Uh, I guess I just mastered his jump or it was just super easy a to get A lot of the reviewers... Seem yeah. to like him too. I didn't like him, but I'm in a to each their own, I guess. He's got some just absolutely devastating AOE attacks where he just comes barreling through, and I kept doing area that. Area of effect. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Area of effect. Okay. Yeah. Is that a D and D term? I don't RPG. know. Actually, it's an RPG yeah, it's just term. A, yeah. Did you know that one? No. It's new to me. Mass area attack. 
Okay. Um, essentially. He's so a beast. Instead of just <laughs> singling out one thing, just absolutely doing work on everybody. Yeah. Like when we were playing on uh, Shadow Moses, that's what I just kept doing, running back. That and map forth. was insane. Like they, they kept. I you, could not tell what was going on in that you, match. Uh, I couldn't either. We had yeah. eight people on that one, didn't we? Yes. That's that's when you gave up. You were like, nope, no uh, more eight people. You guys kept throwing up against the walls and columns, and they kept rolling back down. So I just ran back and forth, going just barreling through with that his huge ass stomach. That's when I was Pikachu, and I kept having to use that lightning thing just to tell where my fucking character. was. Highlight Pikachu. Yeah, because I, I just lightning comes down from the sky. I was like, there he is. So you had unlocked Simon Belmont before you came over, like right before you came over. Mm-hmm. So I saw him on there. I was like, oh, let's try him out. I love me some Simon Belmont. Yeah, I got that whip down. I use smash attacks. <laughs> on almost you were you were doing really good with him. Yeah, it's fun. I like using him. Yeah, I might have to practice with him a little bit more because when I I used him to unlock somebody, I can't even remember who was next, but uh, I didn't like his. How he arced when he like did a down attack, um, but oh, it's got like a diagonal slide. Yeah, to it. And I've I can't dove stand off that. the map doing that yeah, before. That's why I can't do that. But uh, outside of that, I like I, I like the added little holy water projectile and little axes, and that was awesome. So it's uh, always he has really good reach. He does, yeah. and the whip can really reach out and get him. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting how you know it's kind of a love letter to all these franchises. But like I've played a Castlevania game before, and he controls. Like what you think might be there, the axe toss, you know, the secondary <laughs> weapon being up, it's right there, and it's 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 cool how they they tie this type of stuff in there, and it's faithful to those characters, like they move the right way. Is there ever a game where you can play as King K. Rule? He's always the enemy, right? Like you mm. can never. Sixty four didn't have you playable. I don't think so. Let's see, was he in uh, Diddy Kong Racing? No. Ninety percent. Conquer was. Banjo yeah. was. Yep. Yeah. Even at that, he wouldn't really control. Like you know, he's yeah. in a vehicle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Cesar, you picked random. Yep. What was your strategy behind picking random character? Oh, uh, because I don't care. <laughs> Just see who good it gives strategy. You. See who it gives you. Most people who choose random would not care. So yeah. Did you like any of the particular ones that it gave you? Apparently, I liked ice climbers because it kept giving me. Ice. Yeah, it kept <laughs> you the ice climbers. <laughs> but you were doing work with them. Yeah, I didn't do too You're bad. You're doing good with Ness too. Yeah. Oh, Ness, were, I can. You I am sniping. I am Ness. fucking garbage at Ness. So you were doing. You great unlocked the character with Ness with that Psy attack and all that. Yeah. What was it? Luc- Lucario. It was Lucario, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was he the first one you unlocked in '64? Lucario. Ness. Ness. Oh, okay. Yeah. <coughs> I believe so. It was him or Luigi. It was. It was Luigi, Captain Falcon, Jigglypuff, and Ness. Those were the four. Hey, Smash Brothers, we like it. We're going to play some more of it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Y'all want to keep like leading off pre-production with Smash? Or we can. Try out some online one night? Can we do the same like co-op type thing that we're doing? I'm pretty online? sure you could do the exact same thing online as what we just did here. I do wish, and uh, Cesar brought this up talking about unlocking stuff on GameCube. I kind of wish it had tied all of our shit together. Like... As we're unlocking characters on yeah. your profile, <laughs> yeah. that we also didn't have to unlock these same. But it, it seems to come with the you know as you play it, it's kind of knocks them out. I hope by go. next week I'll have all the characters unlocked. So I mean, at this rate, I will. So when well, you made a good point while we were playing it, it's got essentially endless replayability. It so it doesn't really diminish the fact that we still have to do it ourselves. I mean, I played the Wii U one this year, so about not even that long. Back ago, to the Wii U. So. Hook up the Wii U. We didn't need to buy all these games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see myself plopping it in there and uh, using the the chargers um, video out feature and listening to the music with all that music in there. Is there any other type of lockables that you've noticed? 
Is there things you can collect? I know the trophies aren't in there. There are one. like some random like little scene photos that you can unlock, but I didn't really pay attention to those. Um, yeah, and you get coins for something, and I don't know what the coins are for. I'm guessing to buy spirits later or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Krasova spirits. All I've done though is literally mm. just played basic Smash. I haven't gone into the classic <laughs> mode, right. the story. I haven't done any of that. I just we haven't even scratched the surface, and we're yeah. having a blast with just setting up yeah. the matches and doing it and listening to the music. Oh, the yeah. music's amazing. And it's very, it's, the graphics are beautiful. Everything's vibrant. It is uh, an bright, amazing uh, game. Vibrant and it's great. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It also almost gave me a seizure though when we were playing. Oh yeah, some of the really <laughs> tight maps and just chaos. If you are photosensitive, <laughs> the flashing lights this is not Shit. the game for you. There were a couple times where the camera would just go crazy and the map is tilting and I have no fucking clue yep. what's going on. Just smash attack, smash attack, smash attack. Exactly. I just stuck with it. Why is everything blowing up? <laughs> Where am did I, I go? Where am I? Oh, well, there I am floating on that platform. I must have died. At one time, Russell just said, uh, I think I self-destructed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what just happened, but I just respawned. I'm back at the top. I lost myself. And, uh... All right, there's our first initial impressions of Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll keep playing some more of that. Hopefully as a squad. That's fun playing with you guys. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that since Super Mario Party, which I also want to break back out. I at least want to try that Rowan minigame thing. Let's see. Yeah, I've played it. It's good. Michael, do you have that on your schedule for your holiday get-together? You want to do uh, Mario Party? Super Mario Party? Depends on how many people I can get together. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you don't want to cordon off four people and then have eight just and then, and then sitting around. And then my luck would be like, well, not only that, but my luck would be like only three people would show up and then we'd get like the the AI player from hell that would just make us... You know, Wreck everybody. Yeah, it's like, what the hell is going on? I, it seems like in 64 we'd have a couple rounds like that where Samus would just seem like... The beast character that we just couldn't knock out. Link mm-hmm. was fine, but then Samus would be crazy and vice versa. Mario oh. Kart Syndrome. Oh, oh my god. The rubber banding shit. Mm-hmm. You hit somebody it, with something. A Mario Party in particular, there's always one. It's like no matter what level you put them in, there's always one character that, that Nintendo seems to be like, all right, this, this is the guy that's going to win. It's like they match up a Nemesis. Like, yeah. all right, you pick yeah. Bowser, Wario's mm-hmm. coming for your ass. Yeah, exactly. You're Peach? Yep, get ready for Yoshi. Yoshi or Daisy, from yeah. for some yep. reason. Yep. Toad. Mm-hmm. Toad will be on our asses on 64. <laughs> Fucking Toad. <laughs> all right, what other games you guys have been playing? Does anybody want to start us off? Mm, I can. He's done <laughs> the last couple of weeks, Shoot. so I'll jump back in. So, kind of like with the holiday gaming traditions, going back with that, I have a big old gaming christmas tree in my game room uh, i took photos of it. it's on our was well, on my instagram i haven't put it on ours, put it on ours if you want to yeah, put you, it on you buy cool ornaments and stuff that zelda ornaments it is super cool it is straight up a video game christmas tree there's all gaming ornaments and such like that but uh so i like to spend a little more time in there because it's all decorated up mm-hmm. I, I put i spend time in there anyway but i will find an excuse to play stuff in that game room right uh so that's what i'm trying to get to the point too yeah so this week I did open up a lot of random little things. I'm like, you know what? Why not? So uh, I love doing that. Looking some, on my shelf, my I was times. like, hmm. Uh, last week I discovered that Mercenaries was on PlayStation Two. We talked about that. Yeah. I think you purchased it. On <laughs> I did. Air. I purchased it on there. <laughs> I got it and I popped it in. It is not that great. I mean, it's not that bad. Imagine that. It's not that bad, um, but it's definitely not that great. Uh, I also bought one of those Xboxes that was with the rebate. Uh, yeah. We talked about that. And Mercenaries was the game because I wanted to compare them, right? So yeah. and I, it's been a while. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is missing, like just basic stuff. Like 
uh, the very first mission you have to like on the on the Xbox, the current gen versions, you have to go through some rocks and like a helicopter drops off a tank for you and does mm-hmm. none of that shit's in the PlayStation version. <laughs> it's just like you just drive straight up. There's nothing in your way. The shit's just there. There's no helicopter. There's no drops. Everything you need. Yeah. It's the same mission, but it's just like none of the assets are there. None of those features or mm. the way that it sets up the gameplay and the mission. And everything is super fucking foggy. Like, you can't see 10 feet ahead of you. I mean, it still plays fine. This was that weird transitional period where they're trying to... First off, they're trying to do HD gaming. Mm-hmm. Second off, there's 100 million PS2s out there. You want to still make games for it. Mm-hmm. Because you have that install base, but you don't want to also abandon the people who've spent $350 buying your new thing. I could play this game all the way through and enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. Uh, I would, <laughs> I'd rather just play the, the Xbox version. But uh, It's going to be cool that you've played, you've compared the PS2 and 360 one, and then the ex- original Xbox one is coming to yeah, Games I'll be able with to Gold. Compare that as well. And that'll be so. a cool thing to see if it steps up the uh, steps up the game on Xbox One X. I love to just compare versions of games that are different. That's just that's something I enjoy doing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I know I did I did that tested out that Mercenaries on the Xbox 360 that new one, and yeah, that still holds up. I think it's great. Uh, Bust out Disaster Day of Crisis on the Wii. What is that? That's like a, I can't remember the series. I think it's called Disaster Report or something of that nature. It's one of the lost software they made. Yeah, it. people made the Xenoblade. The games. Xenoblade people. Mm-hmm. So only reason I was thinking about this because I listened to another podcast and Eight uh, Four Play, and Graham was playing the newest one, and this this is one on the on the Wii, and it's usually like a. I heard this bit on that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah where he was talking about it. it's just really wacky. So uh, it sounds like a cool thing to just sit down and have fun and see what happens. This one's not as goofy. Um, it still has its goofy moments. Like, like it tries to take itself seriously in some parts, but then the next part you're like busting open a, uh, a box and eating a giant hamburger to re- restore health or whatever. Oh, uh, that makes perfect sense to yeah. me. I, don't I mean, in Castlevania, you find a turkey <laughs> on the ground, and you're like... Oh, fully cooked. Yeah, yeah fully on cooked. On a platter. Yep. You behind s- a wall. You eat it, and it heals all your bullet wounds. So. <laughs> and bat fang um, wounds. Mm-hmm. So, uh... I'm actually enjoying this, and I and I looked on how long to be. It's not that long. I may actually continue it because uh, I I import it's it's not available in America natively. Okay. You have to have a modded system or or you know whatever. It does support sixty hertz though. You cool. Can, you can play it on your Wii. Yes. Yeah. My Wii. It's the European version because I think that's how I played the sequel to Trace Memory because that was in yeah, Europe yeah, only. Yeah, they yeah. import it. What was that called another code or something yeah, like another that? Another code. Yeah. yeah. What is the basic gameplay loop of the Disaster series? Just for. Anybody's never heard of it. So I didn't play much of it, but uh, you start off and you're on this volcano and you have to uh, pretty much just save these people. There's like random people and you're like, you don't really have to do anything other than get to them. Third person, first person. It's a third person sort of adventure game. Okay. There's There are some mild platform elements, but most of it's like navigating the environment. So like, Do you play as Tommy Lee Jones? You don't. You play as this guy or Pierce that kind of looks like Wolverine a little bit. He has like the spiky hair. Yeah, so Hamilton. Hugh Jackman. You play as a guy that looks like Hugh Jackman a little bit, yeah. Wow. Um, and you, you, it's very Wii Remote based. I mean, like you have to run away and you have to shake the Wii Remote up and down like you're playing drums. And like if you catch on fire, you have to shake the Wii Remote around. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Milking the cow, just like that. Yep. Uh, that's <laughs> what we're doing. Yep. Milk them all together. 
Not like this. But it's actually a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm that and one. it works. <laughs> it works. Always it, into the pale. And then when you have to go into like an action scene, it plays like a shooting gallery. So you just go through and it moves on its own. And you just gotta pop guys on the head. It's is really it, easy. Does it play well on Wii? Is it one of those? It plays super well. It does. Into it? The the motion controls do not feel wacky. That's good. So I, I know there's a driving level later where you have to remove the nunchuck and hold it sideways. Oh, Billy Baru, I love this game. I'm about to try it. Can you play with tilt controls? Yes. Yes, you can. Sold. I saw some official Wii remote tilt control controllers <laughs> <laughs> earlier today and almost picked them up. Frame it for you. It's like a trophy. So also on the Wii, uh, MD- MDK2. This is another game. You've that... mentioned that franchise before. Yeah. Well, I picked up MDK Uno. Was that Murder, Death, Kill? Was that Murder, Death, Kill. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> That's what it stands for? That's what mm-hmm. it actually stands Throw for. on Dreamcast? MDK2 yes, is on Dreamcast. I have that. It's also on PS2, which I have that version as well. So you play as one of three characters. I only played the beginning part of the game. The which, scientist, right? You always play the scientist. I, at the beginning part of the game, you play as the the assistant, which is his, his name is Kurt, mm-hmm. and he's like this uh, cybernetic looking guy. He has he has like a chain gun. It's a third person shooter. It's very goofy, but it's enjoyable. So um, the Wii version has pointer controls, which makes it way too easy in my opinion because you can just strafe people and hit them constantly and right. it's no it's the, problem whatsoever. it's the mouse and keyboard equivalent yeah, of a exactly. shooter it makes it far easier than that Dreamcast or PS2 version so the Wii was on it with some of those uh, first person shooter style games mm-hmm. Metroid Prime and Conduit and I remember Metroid Prime and really 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 liking it I wonder if we're going to get that I wonder if that was a well we'll talk about that later it was rumored it was rumored we didn't see it we didn't see it I thought it was coming I saw, I saw those uh like pictures people had made up. Yeah. The one guy that had like all the Metro Prime stuff laid out. In like a pentagram or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that too. I think you might have retweeted I that. I think there's still a possibility for that though. Metroid yeah. Prime. Uh, what we're talking about is Metroid Prime HD Trilogy on the Switch. So People were wanting to see that announced at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. At the Keeleys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep it going because we got a lot to go. Uh, the other two things... I did continue my Assassin's Creed journey. I think I beat the main story. Here we go. It's I like think, Dragon Quest all over I again. think I beat it because I got. I know I have the best ending. Uh, just based off of, I, I looked up some of the things you had to do to get the best ending. Mm-hmm. And I know I got the best ending at this point. There are, there's like a, it's kind of like, a, what's that game? The Lord of the Rings game that came out a couple of years ago. Shadow of War? Yeah. Okay, so there's like a mercenary system, and there's like cultists you have to kill. There's several of those I got to go, and I think that may be the true ending. So I got a few of those to go. I'll probably finish that this week because I'm almost done. I have four to go. And that game was a lot of fun. I get tempted to jump back into that every once in a while. What Odyssey? Shadow I never, Mortal. Oh, Shadow never Mortal. played. I got super excited about it, and I bought it, and Mills came over. Right. You bought after. me. You bought me a copy. I got the newer copy. It was ten bucks. The whatever yeah. the new version is, and I haven't even like put 10 minutes into it i'm just like this is i know i would like this I and just, you got it for both platforms <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i know i would enjoy this i just uh you know so whatever um and lastly i got darksiders 3 and through gamefly uh, i'll probably buy it next time i get paid but have you always been a fan of the darksiders i do i like the um, art style a lot i mm-hmm. think it's a bit overdone sometimes especially darksiders ones like right. I, I can't remember who it was that said it's like they whoever was designing the character just kept drawing <laughs> Just never stop. Like overdrawn. Yeah, he just completely overdid. But it's a fun game. It's a Zelda. I, I consider the first game to be kind of like a Zelda God of War crossover, and the second game to be kind of Zelda God of War and Prince of Persia. There's okay. a lot more elements like that in there. This one is very straightforward. 
I tried out the first one and didn't get too far into it. This one's more like that first one, right? This one's way more like the first one than the second one is, even uh, though I like the second one a little bit better. What would be a good, because there's various versions of the, both of those first two Darksiders games, mm-hmm. what would you recommend be the best way to jump into that franchise? The absolute best way is probably the PlayStation 4 version, in particular over the Xbox one even, um, of Warmaster. The Warmaster edition. That or backwards capability on Xbox One X of the original Darksiders. It, it is enhanced. So it's a straight. So the original one was backwards compatible and the remaster is but, on there too. But yeah, oddly yeah. enough, not the Warmaster version for Xbox One. That's like a wacky version for some reason. Like the shadows are weird. Okay. Because I, I don't know. I, I, I had initially got on Xbox that and uh, <coughs> Definitive or whatever, the second the one. The second one. And they just don't run well on Xbox One for some reason. That's why I said get on PlayStation 4. They run a lot, a lot smoother. It's bizarre how that stuff's hit and miss sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. You would think like an older gen game would run perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or better. But I think what they did, because it's not the exact same thing, especially with Definitive. I have such a hard time saying that. Uh, they cha- they actually changed like a lot of the lighting and stuff like that. They they made improvements, and I'm using the bunny ears for the improvements. Right. Um, Upscale. Yeah, and it. I don't really think it was an improvement. Per se, so. What uh, you sent me a picture when you when you got that 360 in and you hooked it up. What mm-hmm. Tomb Raider game did you pop in? That was try out? that was a uh, the reboot Tomb Raider. No, that was the second one. What was it called? Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb. You Raider. have that for 360? I do. It's like still one of the top uh, asked for backwards compatible games, even it's, though you can play. Yes. <laughs> even though you can play the native. The, uh, yet again, <laughs> that's one game. of the things I wanted to compare, and I was yeah. actually pretty far into the game, so I was like, you know what? Let's let's see. I remember when it came out, people were raving about how good of a port it was. It's God's work. It's damn good running on there. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's not that far off. The uh, I mean, it is. You know, you could definitely tell the difference side by side, but but it's not that far off. So, but Darksiders Three is really good. It's very hard, probably just for me in particular, because unlike Assassin's Creed, which I've been playing a lot, where dodge is X and attack is R one, it's the flip version. On Darksiders, ah. so I keep. It's gonna be hard to get. To. I keep meaning to. to dodge, and it's it's kind of like a Devil May Cry s oh, game where you like will die quickly. Cesar just dealt with this with um, following up Zelda with Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. similar style game, and then like buttons being a little bit backwards. I had the same issue I'm playing both at the same time. I had to wait till I finish yeah. one. So I was getting my ass kicked for the first little part, <clears> and I'm just like, oh, okay. I finally got it down uh, about an hour in. I was like, okay. It's been a while since uh, Darksiders 2. Did they carry over lore, uh, art style? Does it seem like it fits in the franchise? Oh, yeah, it fits yeah. perfectly. It just picks right up. Um, actually, it technically is set in the middle of Darksiders 1, as is 2. I feel like this is a Kingdom Hearts situation. No, 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 it's very easy. Darksiders, Darksiders 1. There's nothing as a Kingdom Hearts situation. Darksiders 2. Hearts. Darksiders 1 is, uh, is, 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 it starts off, some something happens, and you have a Dark big Siders gap in the middle, sleep. and then you have something <laughs> at the end. So probably what what Dream happens is you have Darksiders one, two and three, and then you'll have four at the end. So okay, that's my guess. Do you think this one will sell enough to uh, to warn them? Man, I hope so. One? They only need one more, really, if you think about it. To wrap up the, the story. way that the way that they said it, it seems like they're gonna green light that. Yeah. That's good because I, I think that that owner of THQ said they weren't worried about the reviews. Cool. It's THQ fun, Nordic, the new THQ <clears throat> is like this mighty powerhouse. Yeah. It's Just it's actually a lot of fun though. Like I mean, I could highly recommend the game. I mean, it's not it's not a triple A game, but I mean, it go it it's not trying to be. It's just trying to be a fun action so, game, and it is. And did you try the 
both Darksiders 1s after they did the upgrade, right? Yes. So, is the 361 still look better? I, well, like I say, I think 360 on yeah. Xbox One X Enhanced looks better than the Warmaster version. For Xbox the, One. For Xbox One, but the PlayStation 4 version, I still think, holds up really well. But how does the, the Enhanced one of Warmaster look? I don't think Warmaster is Enhanced on Xbox One. November 4th. Check it out. Oh, and it got added? Mm-hmm. Did it? One and two. They're both in native 4K. You love your comparisons. It's mm-hmm. time to go back. <clears throat> I'm going to have to look at that. Time thing. to go back and check they, it out. They pushed it out right around when third one came out. I will have to do that. Michael's new holiday tradition <clears throat> is officially comparing Darksiders versions. Hmm. You have to get the Wii U version of... Uh, I, actually, I actually have it. Yep. Never mind. He already has it. I actually it. have two of them. I have one sealed because I, I think that's just going to be like one of those Wii U games, but we'll see. <laughs> it is. Yeah. This is that time in the Wii U life well, gonna to be try one to of figure those, out. Yeah. One of those games. I did not know that mm-hmm. they were enhanced. I'm glad you brought that up. Super one and cool. two. Yeah. I have them on Xbox One X anyway, so. And I think they're on uh, Game Pass. <coughs> Excuse me. So the backwards compatible, we're deep diving into Darksiders mm-hmm. compatibility here. The backwards compatible 360 games are Xbox One X enhanced, as the well first as one, the remaster. The first one, I don't think Darksiders 2 regular, I could be wrong, is backwards compatible, backwards compatible I don't remember at all. seeing it either. Okay. Which, honestly, that that version is probably the best because that's before they color corrected everything. When they made the definitive edition, it uh, they like made it a lot darker and like... Sidier. Grungier and everything and stuff like that. I don't like that look for oh, it. That was good. I think it looked better. Yeah, side ear. Side ear. No, it's pretty good. Oh, dark, darkness is up there. You have that on. That's why you have that on your list. The darkness. Oh God, that that have my bullshit store in that. Yeah, we we can talk about that. I'm expecting it to reflect the game, the era in which it came out. Oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. Excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. This is the direction we're going. Yes, I like I put it. Two, I have, three I have, hours into it. I have one big thought on the darkness, but we'll get there anyway. Cool. That's pretty much all. <laughs> Just I've been like playing, Dark though. Watch. We could do a special on games that start with Dude, Dark, Dark Watch. Dude, Dark Watch is good stuff. Do you believe Dark Sector? Dark Stalkers. <laughs> Dark Knight. Returns. Revenge. It's not a game. Wait, Dark Knight Returns Revenge. Deluxe Edition. Super Mega Turbo Plus. Yeah. You, you missed the Revengers. Revengers. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Revengers, right? No. Oh, come on. Ragnarok, Thor. Spoilers. Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> Blankety blank, blank, blank. We're the Revengers. We're all drawing blanks. Revengers. <laughs> Russell, you now are fully caught up on all Darksiders lore. You ready to take on Darksiders 3? Nope. You gotta read the book, too. Me neither. Enhance. Oh, yeah, there's a book in there. I tried that. Everybody was talking about, this is, a, this is an adult Zelda. This is a grown-up Zelda, and I played it, and that's what I wanted out of it. And I was like, nope. This does not do it for me. No, I think people were pleasantly surprised as how it was. It's being forced through. Yeah. It's a different story. Dark it's Souls. Those... How we forget Dark Souls? Wow. Yeah. Geniuses. Somebody screaming at the thing. At the, Dark at Souls, you idiots. Fucking morons. Thousands of our listeners are yelling. How yeah. did you forget Dark Souls? That's, I don't think any of us are yeah, so their Dark Souls. It starts with Dark or has Dark in the name? It starts with Dark. Oh, yeah. Because that's how we started. The dark thing. Sector. Dark Perfect. Yeah, I, I got Dark Sector already. Oh, okay. Dark Perfect. Dark Zero. Sector was dark the game void. that was Warframe at one ah, point. Dark Void, I got it. <laughs> you win, sir. We're yeah. done here. Dark Void. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. go home. Okay. What else have you been playing, Michael? <laughs> that's it. That's I. Uh, that's I. I got you. Yeah. I'm done. Dark Descent. Move on to somebody else. <laughs> I had some. Get the spotlight <laughs> off me. Dark Dark Kingdom or something like a PlayStation. Uh, there the was that Dark Kingdom Sony game that was similar. Well, I was thinking of the one. It's that like was, Untold uh, Legends, right? I was thinking of the one that was like a. Uh, 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 Elder Scrolls clone. What was that called? Mm, go on. <laughs> you don't remember that? It was actually no. really good. Color me intrigued. 
I'm about to, I'm about to look it up. Anyway, somebody else, look up music. Somebody mm-hmm. else go mm-hmm. get the spotlight off me. What have you been playing, mm-hmm. Richard? I've played of... more Dark Diablo, Diablo Three oh, Eternal uh, Collection. Let it flow well. No, it didn't. <laughs> Is it just Diablo? Redo. Go ahead and let's scratch. This. What was the other one? That was an Xbox game. Was it Dark, now it's dark Dreams? Inhale. Dark Kingdom is the PlayStation 3 yep, game. It is the PlayStation 3. But what about Dark Dreams? What was you it went with Dark Xbox? Void. You finished the drill. D3. With Void. What was it? I think it was D4. That was the, isn't it? Uh, bad Rocket or whatever. Game, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, no. It's D3. It's the That's one that, why uh, I like. I thought it was D4. Because everybody was excited. I know what you're talking about. Yes, it's Dark Dreams or something like that. Diablo. It is D4. Dark dreams don't die. That's, that's Damn all it. Yes. <laughs> nope, I'm going to keep going Darkest down this dark in the title. Darkest timeline where it's happening. <laughs> Darkest timeline. <laughs> that's the name of our game coming out. Darkest timeline. The No Podcast? Yeah. Game. No Podcast Studios. So I've played more Diablo 3. That is my go-to currently. I actually played in TV mode. I know I joke a lot about the Switch just having yeah. a charger that hooks up to the TV. So playing as your ranger? Yes. And the loop on this is unreal because when I first started off, like the first seven or eight hours, I was almost obsessing about equipment. Like I was worried about holding on to stuff, that kind of thing. Like you do. Like I do. Yeah. Uh, I do that with Oblivion. I'll hold on to shoes and things like that. Like what if, you know, I don't know. I may need a specific attribute tied to them. Right. These Jordans are better than the other. (laughs) Air Elder Scrolls. (laughs) Yeah. Iversons. So I'm playing through, and every... Nice throwback. Like, I had some Iversons. Yeah, you did. Yep. They were black and white striped like a zebra. Yep. So every mission, like, it's not even a main story <coughs> mission or a boss or anything. I'm getting badass gear. I'm getting nonstop. So I've just, I've learned to just open a portal, go back to whatever town I'm in, sell my shit, yep. go on. I equip my follower. I've got the Templar that's following me around. And um, the Templar's actually pretty cool because... People will interact with him based on his class, like who he is and that kind of stuff. Like the current mission I'm on, uh, there was a guy that tried to, he did so much research in the war between the angels and the demons that he kind of like drifted off into that dark side. Mm. And uh, the one of the sects or whatever, S-E-C-T-S. Oh, there we go. Uh-huh. Yep. I heard yeah. something else. Everyone perked up. Sex, mm. what? Everyone heard that and they got out of their own personal research yeah. they're like I'm in I'm into this episode I'm now. putting yeah. the cartridge in my system right now you have me I'm putting the Diablo <laughs> cartridge in. what is it rated it is definitely M for mature if you look at the box art behind you it's got sex in it the Come box on, art is fucking yeah. great it's got sex and in Ganondorf it. I don't have the Ganondorf armor yet I do the same thing with all the RPGs it started off with WoW for the longest time I would not sell anything and I had like bullshit beaver fur shields and stuff <laughs> yeah I went there and then um, we went with um, uh, Dragon Age. Inquisition was another one where I just held on to bullshit equipment. And Skyrim. Skyrim, I had started by the time I played it on the Switch, which was my first Skyrim experience. I had learned to shed all of that mm-hmm. uh, non-essential equipment. Because you can sell that stuff pretty early because you always get new stuff. So this, uh, this guy that I'm leading around, he's... The, the sect that he pissed off killed him. So I'm reuniting his blood. There's an interest in the game already. I'm reuniting his <laughs> blood. The People shit on the story for Diablo. That seems to be something that, I, as I've read forums and things like that, but I think it's just people playing it over and over and over. And it it's not really a... I don't... It's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's pretty... It's driving the, it's driving the gameplay. I'm wanting to see what happens next. It's not a World of Warcraft story. 
Uh, <clears throat> Russell can talk about that lore some more. Could be. But as I'm uniting, like as I'm finding his blood and all that and going through these maps, he's talking to the Templar specifically. Like, do you want to know Templar. the the secret history behind your why you're fighting and all that? And the guy's like, I don't care. That sounds pretty awesome. It's actually. good stuff, man. Yeah. And um, my character is uh, the female dark. What am I? A demon hunter. Oh, I almost say it said Dark Messiah. I have that game. Dark Messiah. Yeah. This is the one the I game never ends. White Dragon. The Dark Messiah. <laughs> no, this, this is what I was saying. <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> Elder Scrolls poem. That's it. Yeah. You're right. This is Elements of Might and Magic. I did like that card. Dark, Dark Messiah. Cool. Dark Magician. Michael wins 50 I, minutes later. I could later. not think of it. Michael throws a Hail Mary in uh, overtime. Sports reference. Is it a 28 to 3 I figured. going into the second half? Stop too soon. Atlanta Ooh. Sports never again. Is it a 23 8? Or Curse? I'd be okay with that. Tomorrow the Curse is broken. Never so. again? I absolutely yep. hope so. Um, uh, so. That's you, Diablo 3. You're a demon hunter. That's well, your class. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> that is my class. Hmm. I'm leveling up. With um, a dark magician? You did a uh, barbarian? Mm, Crusader, I believe. That's what it was, Crusader. Because mm. I was looking him up the other day. Okay. Cesar was right behind me, and we texted one night. It's like, all right, I'm here. And I knew where he was at, and I was like, I'll stop there. And then probably 30 minutes later, I was back playing it. I was like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, and you're trying <laughs> he to hasn't like, hit me up. Well, like, remember last time you said, we'll just start a new, a new game. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I have no issues with restarting this game and, and getting into that grind and loop again. I've actually, with all those 360s, I want to bring this up to y'all. If y'all. Just to try it out. You know, I like hooking stuff up and trying it out. Get four copies of Diablo 3 for 360 and laying them together and just mm. be in the same room and do Diablo Land. There's no Necromancer. There is not on that version. No, you just do you get the Switch ultimate? Target one. Yes, you have to get it, and then we're good to go. Yeah, game is great. Highly recommend. It's uh, it's got its hooks in me. I understand it. I also popped in while I was cleaning around what? the game room. I didn't write this on my list. I popped in Diablo One, which is the experience Russell and I had on yes. the Super Mac. How did it age? That is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like that game. <laughs> that was mostly mostly clicking. I can it's, see that. It's tough with it. The PlayStation version is actually two players. <coughs> I would like to try that two players in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Does it support the PlayStation mouse? Do you know right offhand? Probably not. There was a PlayStation mouse. There was. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. That'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. But that was mm, I did not enjoy that. No, that's definitely uh, more of a click. Click, 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 yep. click, click. Yeah. And the control oh. the way the character moves is I just remember, janky. Just remember that from college. Mm-hmm. But the atmosphere, I will say, for a game from 97 or whenever it was, that atmosphere, the darkness, the music, the... <laughs> the darkness. The darkness. That was, we're back. That's going to be the dark episode. That was probably, this is the dark episode. That was probably the darkest storyline in that series. The first one? Yeah. Some will call it the darkest timeline. Of Diablo. The Dark Diablo. All right, moving on. Young League fails. I shit my way all the way through my Diablo 3 recap. Who <laughs> wants to go next? I haven't hardly played anything. I tried out the Risk demo uh, on the Nintendo eShop. And it's did a, you take the necessary risks? I did, indeed. I did not uh, dominate globally, however. Uh, unfortunately, the demo only allows you to have eight turns. and <laughs> I, So the, the real question we all have is, is it enough for you to buy the game, your eight turns? And did you mistakenly think Ukraine is weak? I did not. At all, yeah. Uh, I never got to Ukraine. You can't take over everything in eight turns. So I had. Is this like a modern day one? You had to fight Putin. Uh, similar, yes. Okay. In fact, um, and uh, Washington D.C. itself. Um, no, it's a faithful rendition of the actual board game. Uh, the everything is essentially the same. It's set up in a, um, <coughs> I mean, virtual world, so everything happens with 
different uh, cutscenes and, and screen sets and whatnot. And it's um, it's a like I said, it's a faithful rendition of the board game, classic board game, which is one of my favorite board games. Um, is it enough to pay twenty bucks for on the eShop? No, but uh, that's lower than I thought it would be. Yeah, uh, you know, if if I had a lot of parties and we were all playing and, and stuff like that, I, maybe I would get it. I can't see myself though throwing twenty at it just for uh, me to play with myself. Uh. We just wandered into that one. Yeah, here we are. You've probably paid more and gotten way less in other situations, so why not take the risk? <laughs> Um, or in this case, not taking the risk. This is true. I would say, if you're purchasing it to not play with yourself, and you want to... If you're going to play with yourself, you should do it for free. And you have us over. Risk is not going to be high on my list of games I want to play. Yeah, i, I got to say, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of So you game. may not have us as a no-fodcast yeah. party. And that's that was probably one of the deciding factors, too. Um, with... I had a group of friends in high school where a buddy of ours, he bought it on, he played it on his iPad because it was one of the things that we would do whenever we got together and hung out. But Y'all had uh, iPads in high school? Uh, Patrick had one. It wasn't high school, it was in college. Okay. Yeah, he had one in college at one point and he downloaded it to his and one of our road trips up to Richmond, he bought it. Sweet. And we played mm-hmm. in the car. We had Snake in high school, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, yep, I had a breakout. Yeah. Some kind of uh, Arkanoid clone. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, other than that, uh, I don't think I played anything else uh, except for Smash Brothers, which we've already covered. How does Risk? Uh, is it touchscreen enabled? <laughs> is it Joy Cons? Um, I don't know if it's touchscreen enabled because I just always play with the joysticks. Like I see you always activating your Switch and stuff. I never touch the screen. I just uh, I don't necessarily so like a germ thing, a phobia. But it's hard to do when it's sitting in the charger. Also, you don't you don't want yeah. the fingerprints on there. Yeah. I don't. Well, it's got a screen protector on that, but I don't know. It's just. Yeah. Uh, probably routine for me just to use the joysticks so, yeah. and yeah. the buttons. Um, Does anybody have any experience with Civilization? I saw that Civ Six was on sale oh, yeah. on Switch. Has anybody played any of those? I know. If it was 29, I was going to jump, but 39 was not low enough for me. It was in that. Yeah, I hear it's it good stuff, though. And it's, it's a good port from what I hear, but I just don't. I, it's almost like Diablo until you until I got my hands on it. Like I didn't understand mm-hmm. the obsession. And Civilization is very similar. It's not like Diablo, but it's one of those type of games where mm-hmm. when you get caught in you get caught and in. it'll get you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i hear people talking then, about then you get, reinstall civ and then you get just... nuked from gandhi so yeah yeah, yeah. that is so that, that is that is like yeah, a, what a glitch because he like yeah go like ahead gandhi will just nuke you like there's he'll just randomly nuke i heard you. nude gandhi uh, nuke, nuke, Gandhi. Nuke. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't the, know. Did it, we all hear nuke or nude? No, I heard nuke. Yeah, it's it's because right. of you a. You know what you wanted to hear? Yeah. Nope. Back to the. <laughs> it's because of a, a glitch in the game. Podcast. I had some hearing impairment there briefly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure. I was like, uh. so go on about nude Gandhi. Yeah, uh, he wears that a seems robe. That counter. Does and it he's nude under it? Does it not consider the traits of the individual? Well, what, that's there? that's what it does though. Yes. Uh, there's like uh, uh, he has like a really low aggression. Rating or something like like it's zero or something like that, okay. and you can do something to lower it even, but it rolls over backwards, yeah, so right. it makes him incredibly aggressive. So it starts out at like <laughs> starts out at like five or something, and as the rounds continue, he keeps reducing, getting closer and closer to zero. But at rounds some, of what the game? Okay, it's and like turns, like a, what like do you a do? war like game. Turns. Everybody gets turns. What do you do? You got multiple nations that interact yeah. with each other. You build up your civilization. Yeah, and essentially risk. You try to. 
rule the world. Yeah, because you built played it. one of these. I just I've read about it. Yeah. Oh, and it's like yeah, you, I mean that's this where I you do research in technology, research in science. Yeah. It's like you're just trying to advance your civilization. That's the whole point. It's one of those franchises that always piques my interest, but I've never gotten into because it does kind of look like seem like an RTS and something that I would be into, but yeah. I've just never jumped. I'd be. I'm trying yeah. to think of like StarCraft. You know when you always advance your resources. Mm-hmm. That's what always reminds me of. Like clicking yeah. and spending money. Like oh. Advanced University. So trying to do smart. research. Well, and I would take a StarCraft <coughs> port for Switch. Build, oh, build academies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he rolls down so many times. Like I said, he starts out at like five or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ones. very low. and he yeah. Once you get to a certain point in the game, you've gone so many rounds that he actually goes from zero to like a hundred. Like, yeah, max out. And he starts over. And so he's just like balls to the wall, aggressive. And so he winds up nuking everybody. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Are there like text bubbles and all that when he's doing this? I think so. Yeah, they yeah. always show like a like a on screen portrait, and he's like, he's also he's, he's, he's smiling and happy and everything, but he's like, I'm gonna destroy everyone. <laughs> yeah, and you see the nukes go up. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's so yeah. Sold. <laughs> I should have paid sixty dollars for it. Mm-hmm. You can, cool. You can still do that. Just go up in the stores. Like, take yeah. the sixty dollars for yeah. this thirty nine dollars. I will not pay thirty dollars for this. I will no. pay sixty. Yep. Take mm-hmm. my money. I need nude Gandhi on my Switch. <coughs> mm-hmm. So that's our we're an hour 15 minutes in. It's a perfect time to get started with your games played. <laughs> and then we have news to go over. Oh, we do have news to go over. Yeah. That did sound like news. This may be more of a summary of the Game Awards. I, I told <laughs> you this was going to run long, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. What do we spend our time talking about? I can about? predict Random future. bullshit. Random bullshit. Yeah. That is, he pinned it right I think there. we were 30 minutes on how what, anything lines with dark. Yeah. And Dark that was a fun game. Dark I forgot about Dark Pictures. Yeah, that this, what we're doing right now? Darksiders War was great. This is what we're doing. Do people listen to this part? Are they like? Of course right. they do. Okay. We. I mean, we just talked about going off tangent by going off another tangent. So. Exactly. What are you been playing since? That's us. That's <laughs> us. Tangents, cosine, sine. Yep. The inverse and the converse. Did you beat Kingdom Hearts two? Let's start you off there. <laughs> Michael's like, <laughs> I'm getting us back in there. Go, I'm, young one. Michael's totally shepherding this episode. Yeah. So, um, Back to our holidays I did not beat Kingdom Hearts. It comes from his command uh, sigil and his watch. Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't even know what watch I was wearing. Continue. They had some of those episodes. <laughs> they had some of the original episodes on BBC America mm-hmm. last weekend. I was hooked. Some of them were good. It was great sci-fi. BBC America is great because they have TNG on there all the time, too. How does that hold up compared to the original? Because this was season one of the original series. I watched the first three episodes. And so we, we grew up watching the original. Yes. And I was like, no, there's no one better. And then I started watching TNG. TNG is so much better. The characters yeah. are good. I like TNG. I love better. TNG. Where do I start with that? Just episodes yeah. one? Episode one. one. Uh, was it, um, <laughs> from the beginning. Far po- <laughs> was it Voyage to Farpoint Station? You get to meet Q for the first time and everything. It's crazy. And But it is a little slow. But by like the third season, it takes off and, and it's so good some Warp of the speed some of the best uh, episodes are the holodeck ones yes what is a holodeck exactly okay you gotta watch the show <laughs> yeah we're not gonna spoil it uh star trek vr <clears throat> you still want us to do bridge crew mm. yes i do so russell brought up bridge crew i guess it was on sale <laughs> Um, Excuse me. Damn. I th- no, I think I saw an That's article where somebody had set it up, and it was four brand new people playing it. And you wanted to do a stream. I do. I do so as I'm texting Russell, I'm thinking, here's my idea. We all set up bridge crew in VR mm-hmm. inside the travel trailer. Right. Then we let the missus drive us around as we're playing 
Breadcrumb. I'm, I'm already peeking. <laughs> I'm texting Russell about this, and as I'm as I'm thinking about it and typing it out, I'm in straight tears describing it. I'm, I'm already throwing up. <laughs> that would be a hell. It doesn't of a take strength. much for me to get motion sickness. So it's a mixer stream of us playing, and then somebody is also capturing the filming of us as I'm puking. <laughs> we gotta stop. We can't do this anymore. I'm like, puking on everybody. All right, Cecil, so, so we're around to your games. So let's do it. No, I don't even know what I was playing anymore. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> darkest timeline. <laughs> oh, God, the darkest timeline. <clears throat> Indeed, uh, I did get a little bit farther than Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, got through Olympus. And I, <clears throat> what I've noticed is that the, the, the worlds in this one, and I keep forgetting, it's been a while. I, I prefer Kingdom Hearts 2 out of all the Kingdom Hearts games I've played. I've only played two of them. So What improvements did they make over the first one in Chain of Memories? The gameplay is a lot tighter, and then also the in between where there was, in the first one you had to do the gummy ships, gummy ship to travel to each world. This one they actually did them like bona fide shooters, like shoot 'em ups. Okay, so it was a way way better. It wasn't that Star Fox clone, right? Yeah, I mean they know what they were doing this time because in that one it awards you with the blueprint at the end of it, so you can keep upgrading your ship instead of having to go buy them and find them all the time like you did in the first one. And then it unlocks like additional levels you can go back and play different paths. And what you want to do is. Ship. <clears throat> What you want to do is get treasures, and the treasures out of there, there's like a certain list out of 20, you got to find all 20 of them. Then you can go and get item synthesized in there, so it all kind of interconnects a lot better. The gameplay's a lot tighter in it, too. But like, just for example, I went through uh, Olympus, and the first Olympus in the first game was just the Colosseum. Mm-hmm. This one... That's where Sephiroth and all of them were at. Yeah, this one was more uh, along the lines of uh, going through Hades. So it's like you get... You God do, of War 3? Hmm? God of War 3? You could. No, John Woods is Hades. Oh. Yeah. Hades might come up <laughs> later on in the news section. There we go. Segway. Segway. All right. That was Cesar's Games Play. There we go. <laughs> that was it. That's all it did. I just kept playing the same level over for Kingdom the next Hearts Coliseum. <laughs> Hades, Hades, Hades. Hades Coliseum. So, outside of that, I went and did the Little Mermaid, which was weird as fuck. I wanted to record some videos and send it to you guys because it was really weird. <laughs> It was that, like, level, that level was in the first super game, right? Trippy. Well, no, this one is this one is a bonus world. It's like a music and, level, right? And it's a fucking music level. You have to hit notes at certain points, and it sings weird ass songs that were never part of the original what? Little Mermaid. <laughs> and it's like weird, weird fucking songs. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there, like, what the fuck am I doing? And I was like, I wanted to record this any of you guys that we'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? They took creative liberties. Yes, was very different. Yeah. And then some, it's a bonus level, and it's like it doesn't get uh, very far because it expects you to get like certain things. Like you have to get a magnet to to advance. So it's like I have to fucking go back to it later. You can't a do magnet. it all one. Yeah, there's like a, you got to get a statue for whatever reason in the story, and it's like under a rock. So you got to get a magnet to go through it. But the the next one after that, the piece that resistance was uh, the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. That fucking theme was great. <laughs> that clip was awesome. Yeah, I, was I, didn't, like, I didn't watch the clip. I saw the tweet go off, but yeah. I didn't have a chance to it check was, it out. It was pretty it good. I was a little <laughs> disappointed with the voice acting, but it was pretty good. Yeah, because they're not the original voice actors yeah. on it. And um, fucking Pete, <laughs> if you see a bunch of doofuses, <laughs> that almost sound great. like Biff. <laughs> I keep thinking of Biff every uh, time he talks. <laughs> now Biff. Fight, I saw you fight Pete at the end, and yeah. it's like the camera was inside a rock or something. Yeah. Like you couldn't see anything. Like, what is happening? <laughs> fucking Pete, man. And he's in the new one, too. I was like, he's got that same voice and everything. So, outside of that, um, it's pretty good. That fucking theme, man. Oh, God. It's that... It was I watched yeah, that world the, the other week. It was great. <laughs> Does it play the whole time? So, I immediately stopped playing, 
Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> and I looked it up on Netflix and watched the first movie again. <laughs> so that happened that same 4K, night. The 4K version, like you usually do. Oh god, no! Cool. It's not on the 4K version, but like I watched it, which is weird because Netflix has the first movie and the third movie and yeah. the new one. It doesn't have two and four. I don't know why it doesn't do even. Numbers. It used to have two. It's gonna make you buy. I watched Dead Man's Chest today. I had yeah. it on in the background. That one's my favorite. It's, I, it's I can really watch good. it. I do, watch, you do you feel, feel <laughs> death? I was watching uh, Harry Potter: Death of the Hallows Part One last night, and he's he's the Minister of Magic in the beginning. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, and that's all you can think of. <laughs> so you just wait for his tentacles to pop out. The way he's like tortured and water's coming off all mm-hmm. of his squid tentacles and everything. It's so I watched Dead Man's Chest uh, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I followed it up last week with uh, At World's End. Mm-hmm. They are so much better back to back than the like three years. Oh, that little uh, six-month or one-year part they had, like from one summer to the next summer. Yeah, because yeah. I, uh, I completely forgot about it. Or I mean, they filmed two or three at the same time. So. It was like a major cliffhanger with him disappearing mm-hmm. and all that. And then you're when you start off with him with all the weird, bizarre yeah, and you're shit, just like yeah. what the hell is happening? So, so you definitely recommend your edit is to go straight from two to three. Yep, two to three. Same thing with uh, the Hobbits. And then they got they got weird with five. Did y'all watch five yet? Is that the one with uh, Javier Bardem? Yes. It was it was okay. Dead tell no so did you see the in? Yeah, yeah. Where it's kind of looting. It was bringing mm-hmm. certain character that died back. Yeah. And I'm huh. like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Which we'll, ne- we'll which we'll never see because they're rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean now. So right. Are they? Yeah. With Johnny Depp, I'm assuming. No. Without Johnny Depp. Without Johnny Depp. What is Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny? Well, Depp? Well, you know, he had a lot of personal issues, so there were yeah. He's the like movie, the movies in the character. Yeah, and the movies are not making as much money as they used to. They they felt it was time to uh, reboot it at that point. Huh. So he's still in Kingdom Hearts, though. He Speaking is. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, I mean, well, I mean, we can segue out of Kingdom Hearts because that's about as far as I got. Cool. Because yeah. McCloud's like, stopped. for the love of God, and started watching. It's <laughs> not the parts of the Caribbean podcast. Yeah, we're, at damn a, it. we're at an hour and a half. I feel how Davy Jones was fighting on the staff. Some of our, <laughs> some of our first episodes were almost three hours. No, uh, yeah. I thought it, they it were will good. not be three hours. I say it. it I thought not. they were good. I just don't want us to have to like rush through. Our new segment. No, no, we won't. This is why. This is why I prefer to go last. I'm sitting there making you guys wait to get for your turn to go. But um, outside of that, I'm still playing my PSP because I went to Pensacola for work. And so, you sent us pictures of the beach. How was the water? Very cold. Mm-hmm. Was it yep. red? No, not this time. I think a joke was made like, "Hey, you can go out in the water." And it was like 40 degrees and blowing. And I'm like, "Yep, I'm going out there with no clothes because I didn't bring any swim trunks." So I would advise y'all not to follow me. They're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. polar bear club." <laughs> But outside of that, I did play Tales of Eternia, and um, I think where I left off last, I, did, I see I got way further now. So um, outside of that, I'm into the second world, Celestia. This is the one that's colliding into it. So you, you, later on, you find out that you have to find a bridge of light and cross over. There's one person that's crossed over and never returned. Mm. Um, so I, as you get the final Kramo, uh, which is like their summons. On that world, there's three in each world you find out. So, the, And they make a, a light version, which is on the Inferior one, which is the original world. And then the Celestial one makes a dark one. So you find out after you get the, the finals uh, Kramel that the issues they're having where the worlds are colliding is actually a human one. They thought it was just something that was destined to happen. It was not. It was something they were blaming on the Celestians. So the girl that came over, they were kind of a little extra hard on her about it because she, she wasn't truthful about what was going on so it's self-inflicted by the by the inhabitants right yeah but to an extent because it's not it's not the inhabitants of that world it's the ruler of that world so apparently the in celestia the ruler you have a king in infernia who's passed on from lineage 
And Celestia is whoever the strongest. So you kill the ruler, you're, new, you're the new ruler. So the ruler in that world is trying to destroy the worlds. So you find out that the character that made the bridge over the light bridge is called Belir. And he's the one that's actually trying to destroy the world. So he's the one that crossed over that never returned. So mm. he's a, he's an Inferian that's trying to destroy Inferia and mm. Celestia. So I ended up you going over there. You have to get the Kramals of that world, which is uh, a gnome, which is Earth. Uh, a nice one, which is Celsius. And then right now I'm working on getting Volt, which is an electricity one. And all Lightning. three of those make the dark Kramel. Dark Kramel. Yeah. Mm. Versus the light one. Yeah, dark Sounds like works. something you'd get at Easter. Dark caramel. Easter. <laughs> but, um... Easter's. <laughs> this could be the Easter's episode. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm left off now. So I'm, I'm going through and trying to figure out how to get the dark uh, caramel and figure out a way to stop Belir. He's on a nice... He's on an island with a... Belir. Force field surrounding around. There's around a demon him. that I'm after on Diablo called uh, Belial. I wonder if that's like a they're related. some kind of yeah, they're related cousins. It's a multiverse. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. This is the Tales of Eternia slash Diablo. Everything's crossover. a fucking multiverse. Um, I didn't mention this. I did mention it last week, but I, I did put in a good bit of time playing Spyro Uno. Mm. I've never played a Spyro game before in my life. Really? Yep. Huh. It's my first get together. And you like it? It's all right. Do you understand the fervor and nostalgia and everything? You don't have. Nostalgia. I don't have a nostalgia for it because I never played it. Right. Not even for like the the character or anything. I think my cousins were the ones that played it. I was always more the crash guy. I always saw my cousins play, it and I just wasn't interested in it. It's funny reason. how there was that like that fragment or whatever inside that same PlayStation family. Because mm-hmm. I have a coworker who's gung ho for Crash and loved all those, mm-hmm. and has no just like you has no affinity for. Spiral whatsoever. It's not bad. I mean, it's, it's very easy until you start getting to the boss levels, and then they got ridiculously hard. Because there's one where you have to fight. There's uh, two dogs and the uh, magicians. So the fucking dogs. Dog magicians. Do 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 do. Um, the dogs are. You know, normally I just you just go through and you can set fire to everything and just go through it pretty easily. But yeah. the dogs got attacked twice, so you hit them once and then they'll stomp on you. At that point, I died instantly. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I thought this game was easy. Well, because they put one and two of them right next to each other. So I'm sitting there. I'm just getting fucked up. So I had to start using more of a stealth approach after that point. It's starting to get a lot harder now. Stealth so I'll see and the, Spyro. Yeah. I do not remember that. I see the difficulty increasing. So as the difficulty increases, my interest increases. It looks gorgeous from videos and stuff I've seen. It looks good. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking... Game. You were tempted for some Spyro? Mm-hmm. My PS4 Pro was louder than the fucking jet engine I was in, so Jeez. playing that game. You had a big install on that one too, right? Like Michael did for it's Xbox. Like thirty gigs or some bullshit yeah. like that. It's similar. I mean, it's I think it's only like twenty gigs on the disc, and then it has to download like a uh, twenty additional gigs or something. They did like, like the lowest tier Blu-ray they can do, which is weird because there's a fifty gig. I think. Well, twenty-five would be the lowest. Fifty is the most common one to dual air ones. You can do up to hundred gigs on a. Yep. I think that's where we're going to end up getting next gen is those dual layer 50 gigs a piece mm-hmm. Blu-rays. That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm, More plow- data. I'm plowing through that. And um, me and you did get our um, flip grips. We did. I have not tried mine out. Did you try anything else? I've tried mine it? extensively, yeah. Okay. Would you play yeah. with it? This Gum- is, uh, we mentioned it, what, 10 podcasts ago or yeah. something? This was a Kickstarter that Jeremy Parrish and I think his name's Mike Choi. I hope I did not mess that up. He's a Seems designer fine. and inventor. Yeah, yeah. Um, super cool video that they launched this Kickstarter with. But it, it lets you play the Switch in vertical mode. 
for some of these arcade archive games and Namco Museum and things like that. So you can play them in the proper aspect ratio. And handheld vertical mode. Handheld yeah. vertical, vertical mode. Because yes. it gives you something to dock the switch in in the middle and then dock the controllers on the side. Put the Joy-Con in each yep. side. So I did go through and I did do uh, Pac-Man. Like you do. Mm-hmm. How did, uh, that, how did that look in play? <laughs> pretty good. That, that was a lot easier. Um, that uh, I did want to do R-Type, but R-Type does not support that. That makes sense. Yep. Because R-Type's like left to right. Mm-hmm. You need like a Galaga, Galaxian, something like that. Correct. I'm thinking about popping that Namco collection yeah. in. Or trying Donkey Kong. But... Could do Ikaruga like that, I believe. Ikaruga, I, did, I played. I didn't buy that one yet. How did uh, that play? Played pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Gunbird, I did. There's a ton of them. I got a ton of shooters on there. I think a bunch of those in the SNK collection do that as well. Correct. Yes, I didn't go through the SNK okay. yet, but yeah, there's a couple that do um, the vertical. Is it vertical? Yes. Vertical scrolls. Yeah. 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 Horizontal. Horizontal. Yes. Horizon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vertical. It's on, the, it's on the y-axis. That's how I remember it. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta I did, have what you gotta have. Yeah, I did that. I mean, I got my money's worth. I got a good bit of a. Uh, Shoot them off. And they're super well made, and the the marketing behind it with the little face on the flip grip and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's twelve bucks, so if you can go on, I think you can go on Fan Gamer and still get one for twelve dollars. Hmm. Highly recommend, according to Cesar. It's worth it. Yeah. I'll try mine out later. And um, I did play a little bit here. I played some more uh, before I came here. It was that Sega Genesis Classic Collection? We so. saw we saw and heard you boot up Toe Jam and Earl. Mm-hmm. Looks oh, good. The Toe Jam and Earl game, mm-hmm. as some people mm-hmm. call it. Mm-hmm. We got a also featuring Fantasy Star. One. Also featured <laughs> Fantasy Star as an unlockable. With uh, with a bonus uh, Shining Force. Yeah. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl, Back in the Groove, got an official release date. March, March 1st. March 1st, 2019. Looking forward to that. Far from the November release date. Is that all of our games played? We want to go ahead and get into news? Uh, I got a couple more. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> His list is long. So that's our carry on. It felt like we were getting to a, a wrap up. So, I mean, we're going to skip the Smash Brothers because we talked about that. The other one is my copy of uh, the Capcom Belt Action Collection to come in from Amazon. What is that? It is their beat up collection, just in physical form. Okay. Oh, so, those are the, that's that 10-game collection? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. So You I pop mean, it in and you just play your normal English one? Yep. The Was it Commando? Captain Commando? Captain Commando. I played all the way through that yeah. one when I, when I got it. I got it digital. Those are pretty good? Oh, yeah. 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 I, lo- I love beat em ups, man. Had that Knights of the Round. That's a good no, collection. That's, that's a hell of a value for twenty bucks. <coughs> mm-hmm. How much was the import physical nice one? Twenty six. Like that. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. We may have some listeners that want to jump on Amazon Japan and get it by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> They're shipping so fucking it, fast. It, it's, it's unreal. It, 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 it took a day. Yeah, it literally took a day. I got uh, Okami and it was here within three days. I think. I'm like, damn. What? They know what they're doing. They fucking DHL. I don't remember the last time I seen a DHL do shit. But. It's just that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all war one stuff is DHL. Yeah. I like them because they take a picture of it like on your porch. I delivered it. Here it is. Liverpool sends it that way too. Their official store does DHL. (coughs) I thought DHL had died and gone away. I thought it had too. Resurgence. It's a a European company. So they just have these niche import things. They just just went away in the United States, I think. Yeah, they're still around, but it's only in the big big cities. Yeah. Hmm. My Gerard showed up DHL. I was like... Your what did? Gerard. Ah. How long ago was that? Three years, four years. That's it? I got it when he retired. Ah. Stevie G. Yeah. Outside of that, and I know we talked about it, was uh, I did play The Darkness on backwards compatibility. Yes, I want to hear about this. So, how far did you get? I didn't actually play it. I just... Or I you just remember it. from when you played it? I just wanted to chime in. I remember how fucking <coughs> slow that game is. 
like the walking Slow speed story. in particular. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird. Well, it was made by Starbreeze. Yeah. Yep. I like Darkness 2 a lot better. Yeah. This is an early 360 <laughs> PS3 title. Yeah. The the same Starbreeze is doing uh, Psychonauts 2 and having all their tax invasion issues right now, too, which is weird. They were helping out with something else I saw, too. Not just uh, Psychonauts. I saw their logo on something else. Yeah, but they're mostly publishing art now. I mean, the that, that Starbreeze that was a developer is not the same as it is today. Right. Yeah. So. It isn't that uh, Butcher Bay... Group. Right. Yeah, a lot of them I think migrated to another company if I'm not mistaken, Overkill or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Did they go from <coughs> um that Chronicles of Reddit game to Darkness? Was that their next project? It seems like chronologically it would be. I believe so. I don't maybe something in between there. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, this the game does not uh fucking age well. So how does it play? What is the premise? So it's what, a first, what do you do in the darkness? It's based off a of comic, Top Cow, yeah. Top Cow comic. So eventually you are a guy who works for the mob who has to go and do a hit on your 21st birthday, which is weird because they keep bringing it up there. It always seems like a mob thing. On your birthday. On your birthday. He wouldn't do anything on your birthday. They keep reminding you? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you find out that um, you are like, I guess, I don't know if he was like an anti-hero in the comic. Where you have these demons that come out of your shadows, basically. You have to work in the darkness. And um, you use them to kill things. Because at some point, your Uncle Polly, who adopted you from the... Polly in the mob? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Uncle Polly, who's the leader of the mob. Your guy's name is Jackie. I mean, Jackie, I see where this yep. is going. <laughs> yeah. so, Ever who, since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to be a gangster. gangster. So... You're adopted from the orphanage, and he's taking care of you, and you don't know anything about your lineage. So you come to find out that... Joe the, Pesci. It's, uh, passed, the darkness is passed on from your parentage, your father. Robert so, De Niro. The problem with that is... Ray Liotta. Once you, <clears throat> once you have a child, it kills you. That's the why dar- his father's The darkness around. kills you? Mm-hmm. Ah. So he cannot... And it produ- passes on to the child. He cannot produce a spawn, because once he passes on, and once he has another child, it kills him, and then it will go on to his child. You can't have both at the same time, so... It's kind of a cool premise for a anti-hero. Mm-hmm. The premise is cool. Uh, the game just... So how does he use the darkness? So it's like these little eel things that come up there. And you can also summon demons from the ground to do your bidding. So you get more as you go through the game. Like uh, abilities, <clears throat> like what the demons mm-hmm. can do as you summon them? So outside of that, you, you find out that your uncle betrayed you because you're very overly critic, uh, critical of what how he's running the business because he's running drugs and money. And, and, he's, and Jackie wants to... The, uh, the, Main character wants to run in like a typical mob, mm. help the people, blah blah blah. So protect the neighborhood, right? So he's got a hit on him, and then you're you're trying to work through it and keep your girlfriend safe, and then you're trying to get your way to get to the uncle. That's that's as far as I get. I, mean, I only played like maybe three or four hours into it, but like gameplay wise, it's just it's like one of those <clears throat> early 360 PS3 games where everything's very blocky, even more so than yeah. Gears of War, because Gears of War at least had some detail. I think this might have been a pre Gears of War game. It was. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was. You can tell. You can tell it's like a. If one it of, wasn't, it was right there at it. Gears of War felt like it was the first <coughs> thing to really take advantage of. Yeah. I felt that way with Oblivion, but I think it was just more of what you could do in Oblivion versus the way it looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the darkness was uh was definitely in that realm of it's the of w- transition. The period. way I look at it, yeah, it's like it, it, 
Just like what we were talking it's like about those, earlier in that transition. It's like those old scenarios. Old PS1 games that some of those don't age well. This one has not aged well yeah. going back into As it. Darkness 2, is that backwards cable? It yeah, is. I think it is. Yeah. That game is good. They made a second one? It's yeah. super worth playing. <laughs> it's a lot better. That one became backwards uh, compatible when uh, they did Spec Ops, the line. The, both of those okay. were at the same time. I wouldn't mind actually playing through 2 again. It's only like four hours long. It's a super short game. 2K seems to be a big supporter of the backwards compatible stuff. They keep bringing stuff Even out. Even the same for... PS2 and PS4, they did a lot of their back catalog on there, too. They were the only ones that consistently went through and did all of them, if I'm not mistaken. If you got that catalog <coughs> and you got those ROMs or ISOs mm-hmm. or, you know, source code, whatever Might it is, well. you just got to turn it over. Just flip the switch. It's that yeah. easy. Yep. Um, and the, the cap it all off, get off the darkness. I did play uh, Persona f- four. 4 Dancing. I didn't do 3 and 5. I did, I bought the 3-pack. The you said last week you got the one with all three in it. Yeah, the Amazon screwed up and they put it on there for sixty nine dollars and I jumped. So mm. then it went back to hundred. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's the only way you can get uh, four digitally. So I didn't pop in the disc for three or five yet, and I just I just went ahead and download four and mm-hmm. tried it out. Nice. But um, next week I did I did download today the the Altier games Verona, okay. Memoru, and Totoro, Tetaru from the PS three, the first Altier games. Okay. Okay. They ported those over the PS4 and Switch. Those came out this week, so I'll I'll probably play those this this weekend. I know you like that franchise. Nelly has those. And um, I never got into them. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do in the Persona dancing series? I know it's popular. Um. No. Yeah. I could go over. My bad. I just kind of said I played it. I'm just curious. And then so, why did you pick four? Like, is that your favorite soundtrack? Because of downloading, I didn't feel like switching out this. Because I, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like do this for two minutes. I'm like, well, now it's a waste of my life and throw it back in there. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's um, it's like a Hatsune Miku. It's exactly like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so you have on the left hand side of the screen, you have uh, up, left, and down, mm-hmm. and on the right hand side of the screen, you have the other three, which is triangle, circle, and X. So you have um, button presses that go towards those locations, and you have to just time it with the music. Okay. Um, like there the is karaoke a mini game in uh, Yakuza. Not quite, but same idea. You gotta yeah. you gotta hit stuff as okay. it passes by. Like elite mute agents. Yeah, that is more like that, just without the touchscreen. Because there's mm-hmm. certain things where you have a circle ring that goes out, and then you gotta flick the analog stick. Mm-hmm. And then you have the main character, which are the characters from the the original games, that are kind of like dancing. And I just did the free mode. There is a story mode. Okay. I didn't do the story mode because I think from what I was reading online, it does take place after the original games. It's actually like a, it's a canonical story. Oh, cool. Like yeah. an after years type thing. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what Persona 4 Arena was the same way. Yep. Like yeah. the, there, those were sequels to Persona 4. Yeah. So you want to know what happens in Golden. Right. So I didn't do the story, and that's why I didn't go into it because the only one I can technically play is 5 because that's the only one I beat out of all of them. I think I got pretty far in 4. I never beat them, like, towards the end. If only they <clears> would bring those characters from um, Persona 5 into other games. Yeah, if only. Anyway, continue. Oh, like the Q games? <laughs> Labyrinth? The Labyrinth games? Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. Well done. How'd you uh, know? <laughs> well done. Put a seal on that. Yeah. yeah. So, that's basically what the game's about. I'll have some impressions on the Altier games next week. I did download The Last Remnant as well, so I'll go through that. Nice. I had one of those uh, since I got two additional PS4 Pros. Uh, each one of them came with 20% off coupons. <laughs> so, I just used one of those today. So. Those, on the system? The coupon came with the, the system. system, right? And I just use it on those games because all four of those games together were hundred bucks, so and they were digital only, unfortunately. It is what it is. Yeah. Like a Residence of Fate on PlayStation Four. I did pick that up as well. Yeah, I know. I need to get that. How much is that? Fifty, sixty, thirty. Thirty? Okay, yeah. that's not too bad. I found the last remnant at our local used game shop. 
super cheap. It's like five bucks. Yeah. Hmm. I just want to see what it's like. It's all right. I have it on 360. It's meh. It's meh. Yeah. Meh game. I don't... It's like, I don't know if this one will be any better because they did the same fucking bullshit they did with the the Dark Knight games, remember, where they took it from Unreal Engine 3 and put it at 4 and it misses oh, a lot of yeah, the yeah. shading and everything. They did the same thing for the PS4 is one. Is it Virtuos? Is it that same company doing it? No. I think Square Enix did it themselves. It's just not a clean port because everybody that watched the videos was like, oh, I don't know. It's missing a lot of the textures and all that from the, the 361. It doesn't look right. I know Virtuos is doing a bunch of Switch stuff. I think they're doing the Final Fantasy stuff. Hmm. They're like that seems masters. right. Yeah, that seems right. And you saw that I tweeted that that World of Final Fantasy is getting a physical copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I didn't like that game on PlayStation though, so no, I'm was, not buying it again. I will fucking buy it on Switch so they can keep bringing physical copies. Yeah, over I'll here. buy the other ones on Switch. I'm not. Somebody buying Somebody said that, that was again. the best Final Fantasy game that year, right? <laughs> I think I was Michael's like, one. nope. <clears throat> not my Final Fantasy. Not my Final Fantasy. Y'all ready to go into news? Let's yeah. do it. There was an event that happened. No, there wasn't. I would say this is a better event. It was a non-event. Than yeah. E3. Honestly? <laughs> Russell knows about the non-event. This was like mini E3, <laughs> and I really liked it. Uh, this may be what E3 turns into. This may be our big event. It may not be in June. It may be in December from now on. That's okay. The Keeleys. Yay. Jeff Keeley. Everyone he- started watching at the same time? Um, yes, you were. I mean, I know you I know you guys Your did. Your feed did was you just watch a little bit well? ahead of us. I did not watch it. You didn't. Russell's I'm gonna pull up our, <laughs> our text chat as you go through this to see what our reactions our were. Our actual live reactions <laughs> were. So they had a like a pre party type thing before the uh before the game. No, I did not well, before I had the show. You got a pre game. Oh, where they announced a couple of games and they just fired through a lot of the esports yeah, stuff. Showed a couple things off. Um yeah, he announced some awards real quick. Jeff Keeley seemed extra not extra loose. Way back. He seemed more comfortable this <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. Not sweating and he was drunk and I was playing. He wasn't drunk. No, Joseph was that drunk. They did bring him back. Yeah. He was they got in him the before. Yeah. yeah, he was in the pre-show. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it starts off with... Um, Cesar actually found a good rundown of the Game Awards from Destructoid. So if y'all want to click these links after you listen to the show, check them out. Uh, the first game that showed off was Sayonara Wild Hearts. Which I'm very... That looked awesome. It looked interesting. Yeah. I know we were texting about that one. I, I saw y'all talk about it, so I checked out the trailer and it was... What like, was this? All right. This was that, uh, it was like... It's like a musical game, but it's like some action-based. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, okay, yeah, motorcycle, yeah. like... I remember it. That did look cool. Yeah, yeah it's like neon uh-huh. lights I'm down and with everything. That. <laughs> it had a persona look to it. Yeah, yeah. This is from Destructoid. All, all these are going to be from Destructoid. They had a real good uh, summary of a bunch of these. First, uh, first official announcement from the Game Awards 2018 is a pop album video game from de- developer C-Mogo. They made a big deal about that. They didn't ring a bell to me, did y'all? Mm. It was the publisher. The publisher the was publisher's familiar. Annapurna Interactive, yeah. who did Florence and, mm, okay. uh, and various movies. Gorgoa. <laughs> various movies. <laughs> Machine. Some. They, they are a company that does movies. Check that trailer out, guys. It's like a neon. It was cool looking. Motorcycles and, yeah. It's like some uh, Just Dance in there. Mm-hmm. Just Dance Lewis. meets uh, Take On Me. Uh, the next thing showed off was a sci-fi adventure game, Journey to the Savage Planet. Which mm. was a just a teaser. I don't think they showed much. It wasn't yeah, much. it showed me nothing. It's by a creative director of Far Cry 5. Looks like it's coming from 505 Games. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael was excited about the next one, the Stanley Parables coming to console. I am excited about that. You were super pumped. What yeah. is the Stanley Parable? Crow, crow, crows. <laughs> the reference is lost on me. So it's... It's, it's a developer. It's just, just very random sort of... Oh, well, it's on PC. It's a first-person <coughs> adventure 
walking around simulator. I got a job simulator those. vibe from the humor. So it's very goofy. Remember that um that preview I showed you for that uh Rick and Morty type game mm-hmm. where the guy died. Yeah, same developer. Okay. The Stanley Parable. But this is the Ultra Deluxe I Edition. It, so. Accounting Plus. That's what it was. Accounting Plus. Yeah. But I'm excited though. It's coming to consoles and PC. Next up was Among Trees, which was a uh, sandboxy looking thing. Which a lot it? of the a lot of the games they showed off kind of had the same aesthetic. Which one was Among Trees? Oh, the, the okay, I remember. Someone with all the trees. Yeah, yeah. shocker. <laughs> like you're like in the woods with deer and all and that kind of near stuff. Okay, them. I remember that. Like a Celeste. I got it you. It kind of did look like that. <coughs> there must be more to Celeste than I thought it was. I thought it was like a super okay, big yeah, boy this, game. This is not... This what is Celeste? It is. Isn't but the story same. was great. I guess there's a lot of yeah. story to it because people rave about that game. Mm-hmm. No, you play it for the story. You get the strawberries. Um, next up, they had... Uh, I think this was probably one of the coolest moments of the Game Awards, if not the absolute coolest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Layden from Sony, Phil Spencer from Microsoft, and Reggie Fisame from Nintendo were all on stage. Talking mm-hmm. about how big of a deal it was that uh, that we had this sort of platform for our industry and kind of thanking Jeff for pulling everybody together. Mm-hmm. And then they were talking about like how that day was like World War One during Christmas. Yeah, yeah. The peace that ever on, nobody fought that day. They played truce. They played soccer. Cesar texted us in the live chat yeah. and said, uh, <laughs> "Was waiting for Phil to say Microsoft acquired Sony and Nintendo to Microsoft Games Studios." <laughs> Microsoft Games Studios. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Just exactly what I was thinking too. I was thinking that or like some sort of crossplay thing was about to happen. Michael, you got super excited about the next one. <laughs> this was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. Dude, I am so excited for that. So I read about this one later on. First off, it's published by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It's a Switch exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's developed by Team Ninja. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. I am super stoked about this. I love good. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It, the first great. one was what Raven mm-hmm. Software, right? The first one was uh, it was just, yeah it was it was whatever Activision. Raven team that sounds was right because I think I just looked at that. Working on um, yeah. Uh, which, oddly enough, you know that like excitement thing I gif I sent of Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know your delay your feed was delayed. <coughs> I put that up there, and then Jonah Hill walks out on stage, and I was like, "What are the odds of that?" There he was. I just Ultimate Alliance Two is one of my favorite ones because it it broke down the Civil War storyline very well. I think two through the comics. does story way better than one does. I do like one better. Uh, I can't exactly explain why. I, just, I guess I just like the characters better. They had some weird yeah. choices in two, but um, what storyline is this one going to follow? Did you all look into that? This at is all? the Black Order, which we just saw in Infinity War. Let's remember the Black Order, the the four people that helped Thanos. Mm-hmm. That was something. The original Infinity War, with Thanos didn't have the Black Order. They kind of went back and revisit the storyline and added those four in there and called it the Black Order. Okay. So this is it would, a good rewrite? Is it? Good, is it this one is kind of like the Infinity Wars, like it's the mashup where that's why they showed the Guardians, that's why they showed the X Men, that's yeah. why they showed the Avengers. It's like everybody. This is like the end to end all where everybody meets up to go against Thanos. Yes. I was. I was. Is this a day one for y'all? On the yes, story? absolutely. For the store, yeah. Just a friggin' yeah. day one. Team Ninja uh, making a waiting outside Marvel. That's Switch what game. it is for me. Like when I was looking, I was like, "This is a Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy game," and then they cut to Iron Man. I'm I like, thought it was a Telltale. I'm like, one no, of the this can't be what I'm thinking is. And mm-hmm. as they were going, I didn't even see the Black Order thing till after the fact mm-hmm. because I was so friggin' stoked. Once I saw the just the Marvel Ultimate Alliance, was this logo. rumored anywhere? Did y'all see no. any mention of a new mm. Marvel Ultimate Alliance? No, I was, no, I, I was on Twitter where there were a lot of the people working at Marvel were very excited about finally I'm the show finally showing stoked. it off. I really hope they bring one and two to Switch now. Just that would be a good warm up. <laughs> that 
I get they'll have to work out something. Love how they yeah, they'll have to work out something with Activision. Never so, ending. You know, I wish I'll play it again. I've played Marvel Ultimate Alliance one on just about everything. Hey, you've brought it up in our. Uh, it's been one of your games played here yeah. recently for Wii or PS2 or something. You were trying it out. I'm always playing. I feel it was PSP. Yeah. PSP. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, I think you. I was playing X Men Legends. X Men Legends, Legends too, which is which is <laughs> I do prefer that style. That's what Ultimate Alliance one plays like. Two is a little bit more modernized. I th- I don't. I still enjoy it a lot. I just like one a little bit better. Anyway. Next up, they showed off. Uh, this was kind of a weird game. I'm, I'm gonna have to look into this one. This was Ancestors: The Humankind Odyssey. Um, Destructoid says it's gonna take you on a 10 million year journey. This was the um, the ape game. Look like a from Patrice Evolution. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is from the Assassin's Creed guy. Mm, this is a Persia guy too. This EA. This can't be in order because that's not going along with our chat. But anyway, continue. We might have skipped over this because I just remember thinking, what is happening here? Yeah, yeah I mean, no, I made the Planets of the Ape reference. Even... You yeah, did you, say that. You did. Prequel. Uh, next up was a super giant game. We mentioned this earlier, Hades. Which looks a lot like Transistor. Because whatever that Rage 2 looking game came. Far Cry. Yeah, the Far Cry game. Far Cry yeah, was, uh, game was in the midst of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a new Far Cry game was announced and yeah. shown off, New Dawn. It had leaked earlier that day. Mm-hmm. Pre-order now. New Dawn. That's up after on Destructoid's list. That's coming up next. Yeah. So you're a big Super Giant fan. Mm-hmm. This looks like uh, their. It looks like their style of game. I'm a big fan of just Transistor because it, it was a very Blade Runner-esque thing, and I just like those type of things. What platforms did it say for Super Giants? Hades? It is just PC. Steam Early, early access. access. It's not Steam. It's uh, Epic Games. Epic. Store. Everything had that Epic Games <coughs> Store logo on it after the trailer. They, they were I think really they were the big sponsor. Thing. Yeah. Uh, next up was a game called Scavengers. This was a um, scavenging game. It's an upcoming Ice Age survival game blended with cooperative multiplayer shooter elements. Oh, that's the one where they showed something, and I'm like, well, that they like, made nothing whatsoever. Yeah, it was a teaser trailer. They crashed yeah. this planet. This uh, ship crashed on a planet. Everything's icy. It looks like a Destiny meets Evolve meets Lost Planet. Does that sound about right? Mm, yeah. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe sprinkle some No Man's Sky on there. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. New Seattle-based studio Midwinter Entertainment is making a game that takes direct cues from the developer's name. I think they were made up of... Was this the one that said made up of Halo and Battlefield vets? Mm. One of the trailers we watched had that. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. After Scavengers, we had Crash Team Racing Remaster. Yep. Coming it looked to, really good. It did look really good. Coming to PC, Xbox One, Switch, and PS4. Next summer, June 21st. Just, mm. just PlayStation 4, though, I thought, right? Mm-mm. Nope. That's all they showed at the show, but it's coming all... No, it's just the Sony paid for the ad. Okay, That's the only okay, difference. Cool. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, then Crash was there in the uh, in the old Nintendo advertisement suit, <laughs> and he gave Jeff Keighley a trophy. Next up was Dead by Daylight. We kept seeing this trailer over and over. Oh, yeah, they showed like five times. The oh, stuff. my God. So it looks like it's going to have a lot of DLC from your favorite horror villains. Kind of weird on the Saw, Left 4 Dead. Bill for Left 4 yeah. Dead's in there. It's weird, yeah. I was like, oh, interesting. Kind of a strange crossover. Uh, this game was super cool looking. Michael, you were excited about this one. Dauntless. Yeah. So, uh, Destructoid calls it a Monster Hunter-esque Yeah, da- Dauntless is a Monster Hunter clone. It's been <coughs> on PC for a minute. Has it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch later on in 2019. Mm-hmm. The PC version also just got the Frostfall update today, as well as the Hunt Pass 
which seems to follow the same archetype as Fortnite's season pass, granting players in-game activities and challenges that reward cosmetics. Which I'm assuming everything will probably start doing at some point. PUBG does that now as well. Mm-hmm. Next up, they showed off The Last Campfire, which is the new game by Hello Games. I thought it was interesting that they're already kind of hitting the ground running with something else. Mm-hmm. These are your No Man's Sky enough. people. That looked interesting, though. It did look good. Yeah. <coughs> the Last Campfire. We said the same thing about No Man's Sky. We did say the same I thing didn't say about that. No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And then Sony said even more about No Man's Sky and kept trotting them out there. Yeah, but this time it's only on PC, so... This is another one that seems to have the same aesthetic like we were talking about. Or just, uh, just a cool yeah, woodsy art style, but then like some neon color in it. Seemed to be a theme. Um, Obsidian came out. This was probably my game of the show. I was most excited for this one. Um, yes. They have a new game called The Outer Worlds. And this looks like what people expect from Fallout and Elder Scrolls type games. Yeah, Y'all got that vibe too? Yeah. A lot so, of people prefer uh, New Vegas. <clears throat> it seems like this fall like an evolution of New Vegas. And Cesar, you pointed out Obsidian was just purchased by Microsoft. Yeah. So they're going to let them honor this deal, and it's coming for uh, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, I mean the contract was already made. So check out that video. That was my that was my highlight of the show. I think uh, PUBG's getting a new snow map. That's that was on PC as of oh, last night. We get it consoles next month. There's a new gigantic survival MMO from the ARC team called Atlas. <laughs> Look uh, a lot like Sea of Thieves. Michael labeled this. Look at Sea of Thieves <coughs> with things to do. <laughs> Did you watch this trailer? I no. The two I, I checked Polygon and Kotaku and it, it didn't even have half. It's list. very Sea of Thieves. This destructive articles to shit. But it's busy, like there's stuff happening. It looked like a lot going on. This looks like a good ass game. Yeah. yeah. Not saying Sea of Thieves is not a good game. Yeah, this it, looks like more. It on looks top like of Sea of Thieves with like three new seasons added at once. So, yeah. yeah, like if you didn't focus just on water physics and things like that. Yeah, there's a, <clears throat> a lot going on. Uh, this was another cool game. Maybe this is up there with that other world. Uh, this was the Pathless. I think that looked great. You were commenting about that I art style. Stoked about that. It looks awesome. From uh, Abzu, right? Abzu mm-hmm. Studio. Yeah. Uh, Giant Squid Studios. This looked like a mix between Shadow of the Colossus, Breath of the Wild. It looked like it reminded me of Shinobi for some reason. Like they really got a oh yeah with the yeah the way the mask I just on had like a Shinobi esque thing going on. I like the art style. I like it looked really cool. That's coming to PS4 and Epic Store in 2019. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one also. Uh, Wizards of the Coast was next up with a Magic esports push, uh, talking about how many people play the cards and all that. Cesar and I checked out the Magic booth at DreamHack when we were there. Cool. $300 cards? Yeah, we're looking at cards. Like, they're just lined up on this underneath the the glass, and it's there's like $380 cards that we're looking at. There's yeah. more expensive ones than that. You get I sure as hell, my branch, $300 branch card better beat the fuck out of your card every time. <laughs> how, did that, how does that work? Is that not pay to win? Do you not... Are you no, getting it because just, it's hard to find, or you They're just very it hard to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that Black Lotus card uh, is the most rare card. It's thousands of dollars. Have you ever Billions. been tempted by the playing card see if I can find style? One. Yeah. Because, about it? Um, well, we, we got into it, I think, with Pokemon. We played once. We dabbled in it, but it just seemed so loose, like moving those pebbles around. And it just, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the experience that we were trying to get out of Pokemon. Well, you never wanted to play again. Yes. I did not enjoy myself. Yep. 
And so I picked it back up when one of our cousins got into Yu-Gi-Oh! And I didn't know anything about it. It wasn't a Yu-Gi-Oh! And I started to look into it and learn about it. And I got the starter set. And that's where I got into it. And uh, Cesar and I have already made the joke several times Holy tonight shit. about the Dark Magician and <laughs> White Eyes Dragon. Yeah, Blue Eyes White Dragon. Eyes Michael White showed them the. There's a thirty-two thousand dollar <clears throat> Magic card, and on it has the, twenty bids on it. Jeez. And um, really? So <coughs> I have. Hey, you got the money. You enjoy it. Go for it. I have thought about Magic getting trying to at least just look into Magic and see what it's mm-hmm. all about because. Uh, once you get down to it and you start figuring out the rules, I mean, it's essentially like playing a video game. Yeah. Which is just like D&D. Uh, yeah. That's what occurred to me. It's another it's, evolution of that pen and paper exactly. format. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's the exact same thing. And it's produced by Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Um, so I've thought about it, but I've never gotten into it because I have my experiences with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! to fall back onto. I know it'd be something I'd get into, and then I would never go anywhere with it. So... Mm-hmm. Man, there were some people, there was a whole section dedicated to that, and they had table after table after table laid out, and there were tons of people there. Like, this wasn't an offshoot at DreamHack. This was a main event at DreamHack. It, it was impressive. It is at DragonCon every year. And is it really? Conventions. Yeah, and they have the whole, like, bottom floor of one of the areas rented out for just people to play board games and cards yep. and stuff like that. I'd be so nervous carrying around, like, those binders of, of my cards and things like that. Somebody they gonna, do. Somebody will jump you and take it. Yeah. Give me my cards back. Well, I mean, all Get your local, hands off my deck. All the local uh, gaming oh, wow. shops that we've looked that at talking about, uh, you know, when we were getting into D&D and stuff, yeah. their majority just magic. That is their biggest pool. And there's still a lot of people that play it. Do you lose your cards when you play this game? Is that is it always a stakes thing, or do you just beat <clears throat> your party beats the other party? I think it's just a you beat. I don't think anybody plays for uh, keeps. Keepsies. That looked interesting, though. Unless, I, unless I, I like that they were showing off stuff. Term right there. That's an analog gaming format. No so I, I like that concept. It's pretty cool. I would watch it. Like I seem like I feel like it would be one of those things that I would watch esports. Yeah. I would watch people who know how to do that and appreciate it. I would rather get into the tabletop game than try to get like a virtual <clears throat> version mm-hmm. of the game. Start painting miniatures and stuff. Oh, now we're talking. Mm. Well, that's getting into D and D. That's what I'm doing no, with Diablo. Was it like Warhammer? What was it called? Warhammer or Workshop or something like that? Yeah, that's for like actual battlefield type stuff. Oh, okay. That mm-hmm. that gets into some wild stuff. Next up was Casey Hudson from Bioware. He showed off an Anthem trailer. Did y'all get anything from the Anthem trailer? It looks like it has a story, I guess. Yeah. I'm still excited about this game to a degree, but I don't know. I'm willing to try to beat it with everybody. Yeah. Um, then like they Destiny. showed off a... It looks exactly like Destiny. They showed off a trailer for our game with the hashtag the Dead Wolf the Dread Wolf Rises. You should know that because that was an Inquisitor. You knew the Dread Wolf reference? Um, I didn't, but I had read his thing. Have you played the two before Inquisition? <coughs> like dabbled in them or I anything? I've played Origins or two. Are both of those back? I know two just recently became backwards. One and two. One and two are backwards. And the expansion for one is also. We talked about this last week, I think. We did. Did we kick it around? Yeah. Yep. Would you be willing to try those out and dive into Dragon Age? Oh yeah, because uh, they're supposed to both be awesome for different reasons, and I think I think you both like the different one. I yep, that's two. what it was. Yeah. Two is more action oriented, yeah. and one two, was, two is, had an yeah. RPG the one twist. One is like it's beyond RPG though. It's super heavy RPG. One is Knights of the Republic. I mean, yeah. That's is what it is. It's code yeah. war, without lightsabers. Yeah, Jade Empire. Uh, so Anthem's coming up, and they had mentioned that they were going to tease Dragon Age. So that was it. 
it's still a couple years off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psychonauts 2 got a trailer, yeah. which looked like more Psychonauts, which looked uh, awesome. Which is not a bad, fine with me. Nope. Not a bad thing. Yeah. More Psychonauts is good Psychonauts. I bought the VR one to support more Psychonauts. I did too, and I have yet to even try it. Doesn't matter. We purchased it. Yep. Yep. We Go with your wallet, successor. Yep. Um, this was a super cool moment. Ed Boone. Did you see this part? <laughs> Ed Boone, uh, they, they introduced him as a uh, um, video game visionary and, and creator and all this stuff. He's the guy that created Mortal Kombat. So he's out here to present uh, best sports game. Sports and racing. Yep. So he gets this big introduction. Everybody's <coughs> clapping. He's like, uh, you know, welcome, all this kind of stuff. Uh, now introducing the nominees for best sports game. Yeah. And lights went out. All, there's all this lightning and stuff. And then the Mortal Kombat logo fades in. And that's how they announced the new Mortal wow, Kombat game. Cool. Super cool. Number moment. 11. Yeah. Yep. Mortal Kombat 11. Which is coming to all platforms next year. Yep. I think April. <coughs> so it's Excuse super me. quick. We knew there was another Realm game coming out. They, they It's in their cycle. Yeah. So. It's always an Injustice and then Mortal Kombat Injustice. This will be coming to all major platforms. When did the Russo brothers show up? When was that? It was it's got to be soon. Because we got the Doofer brothers first. I don't think mm. I have that bit. Yes, There's, that looked good. They're next. The Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah. You like that? Although, it's three. I didn't, I didn't know there was a two. Yeah, two's... They kind of showed a lot from two, and then I think they're just calling it. They're just calling it Stranger Things season three, the game. Yeah. I don't think there's like season one. No, but there two. is a Stranger Things one, the game. So that would make me assume there's a <laughs> Stranger Things two game. Uh, the title for the uh, the article from Destructoid is "Don't Get in Hopper's Way." Like every oh. scene had him yeah. running into people, just absolutely destroying everybody. So there's a Stranger. If y'all didn't get that from that, there's a Stranger Things game coming to. Was it PC? Uh, they said every platform available. Uh, PC, Switch, and Xbox One sometime next year. It does yeah. not mention PS4. That's strange. That is yeah. interesting. And I did not recognize the studio developed by Bonus XP. I did not recognize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up after that, Rage 2 launches on May 14th. I'm hoping that gets a beta. I would like to try that out. It actually looks it looks more fleshed out of the promise of what they wanted to do mm-hmm. with Rage. I think fine. Rage was more of a tech demo for that engine <coughs> than anything else. So. Oh, yeah. So maybe this has more gameplay built onto that engine. Uh, the next thing, right before they wrapped up, was super crazy. There was a Smash Brothers, um, didn't they do like an orchestra type thing? Mm-hmm. And then they introduced the first piece of DLC. And you guys were excited by that. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. I did not see that crossover coming. Yeah. That was, uh, I think that's... That's that's what everyone's saying because that's what the song says. They're setting up, but they didn't use that too. song. That was I said. That's what I was. That was the missing musical they opportunity they could have done. They used the uh, palace infiltration theme instead yeah. of the battle theme. <clears throat> so the Joker character from Persona Five will be coming to Smash Brothers as the first DLC character. So you are hoping for like a stage and music and all that, like they like they've said. I'm hoping for Persona Five on Switch, preferably. Oh god, good. I saw the port begging. I was like, no. I want Here it. Here it comes. Yeah, I want it. They I had it like, run on PS3. Things. I would run on PS3 to run on Switch, no problem. So. Think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. The tablet. I don't even think it's that demanding. Like really. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've already played through it, so it's not that big of a deal. But I would like as, to see as it I as I tell people vote with your wallet and buy the DLC, and then they're like, "Oh, maybe we should put it on there." And I was like, "Just stop the begging. Actually, do something about it." Vote I just beggar. I just think it would make more sense to have. <clears throat> oh, like if, the, if you're gonna have that on Smash Brothers, at least it, have the game on. It's Switch. the Castlevania argument all over again. But that that universe is there, and there's plenty of people with there's Switches a, who are very aware of Persona series, I like guess. you two guys. But there's like one Persona game on all Nintendo. Well, yeah. 
Persona Q. What, what are there? Is there Labyrinth games? Which which Persona is Persona Q is on there? Who thought coming into this podcast, Persona Q Labyrinth would be mentioned twice in two separate areas? Yeah, that's or, that's the deep dives no podcast takes, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're here for you. Um, all the game awards are on here. I do not feel like reading them off. Then read them off. Like to this, no, this game of the year. Read out the game of the year. And game that, of the year was RPG surprisingly thing. God of War. And in a lot of Red Dead's. Best ongoing game, Fortnite. Best game direction, God of War. Best narrative, Red Dead 2. Best art direction, Return of the Ogre Den, which I've mentioned wanting to try it on PC. Best score was Red Dead Redemption 2. Best audio design, Red Dead Redemption 2. Best performance, Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. Games for Impact, Celeste. Best independent game, Celeste. Best mobile game, Florence. Everyone download Florence and play this game. You can beat it in like an hour. I love this game. Mm-hmm. Best VR game, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Best action game, Dead Cells. Best action adventure game, God of War. That was a cool moment when Christopher Judge and, I forget the young man's name, who played... Atreus? Oh, kid. Yeah. Atreus. Boy. Yeah. When they got up there, their interaction, when he paused, when, he's, when he told him to read it, boy. That was good stuff. Yeah, it was great. The place went crazy. I wish I'd seen that. There was really good, uh, you didn't see the exchange? Mm-hmm. Ah. Ruined it for Chris me. Chris Judge is amazing. Uh, he was in this crazy suit. He was he, he was a, dressed wackadoo. He always wears crazy. <laughs> he had an inclusive shirt on with all these different groups of people on it. He, I'm a big fan. Always, I, I meant yeah. to follow him. On He's Twitter. super cool. Uh, best role playing game went He's got to like a samurai hairstyle too. Yep. Went to Michael's yeah, personal favorite role playing game of all time, Monster Hunter World, which I, <laughs> which is not an RPG. Best fighting game went to Dragon Ball Fighters. Which I actually saw a uh, friend of the show, Joel, has this on his Switch. It looks really good on Switch. Yeah, it, was running. Switch. it was running awesome. Best family game, Overcooked 2. Best strategy game, Into the Breach, which I want to get for Switch. I think it's on sale right now. It's 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Best sports racing game, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. Forza Horizon 4. Yep, yep, get it right. Best multiplayer game, Fortnite. Best student game, Combat 2018. Mm-hmm. Best debut indie game, The Messenger. You were a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of that. I thought you liked it. I thought it was okay. I think the other <coughs> things on that nominee okay. list were better. It's okay. It's best, okay. best debut indie game uh, was still The Messenger. That didn't change from the last time I read it. Content creator of the year was Ninja. Best esports game was Overwatch. Best esports player is Sonic Fox. That was an excellent um, acceptance speech that and was all cool. from Sonic Fox. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorites now. Best esports team was Cloud9. Best esports event, the League of Legends World Championship. Best esports host, Scars. Best esports coach, Reapered. Best esports moment, Cloud9 comeback in Triple OT. And industry icon was Greg Thomas, who created Visual Concepts, the Sega Sports powerhouse that gave us such franchises as 2K Basketball and 2K Football for Dreamcast. All right. The Game Awards. Uh, another f- highlight of the Game Awards for me was, uh, I'm not a big Facebook fan, but there were some Facebook gaming segments. There were three of them dispersed in between, and they were telling stories about gaming industry, people reaching out, and just things that they did to interact with the community. One was the guy, Stephen Spawn, I think is his name. Uh, he's a disabled uh, gentleman. Oh, yeah. That and he good. works with Able Gamers. Hmm. Uh, I, I know he worked hand-in-hand with Microsoft to develop that adaptive controller that they released this past year. Okay. Uh, another one was a, a lady in India who was pushing for girls to program and do games. I remember like that. that. Okay. Another one was a, a young man, in a, a, I think he was in a third world country. I can't remember that story. Exactly. I saw that too. Yep. All three of those were good. And they Some did, stuff they I was them. like bathroom time, so, but I did see all those. Yeah, he, well, you made like a phone app, right? Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to help folks out. 
Uh, I think we're going to do Game Club. We're over two hours at this point. We're going to do the Game Club next week. Cool. Because Michael and I played some Super Mario Brothers Dos. Mm-hmm. I played on original hardware. After Cesar's talk last as week about I. original hardware, I was like, let's break out the NES. I this played time. on original hardware as well, along with several others. All right. I think I might play some more games since my NES is All right. You guys can find this podcast on Overcast, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play. SoundCloud. Our sponsor. Our host. Specifically 66,000 minutes on Spotify. That is extreme, sir. <laughs> and very impressive. You got your money's worth. Mm-hmm. Divide that into your, what, $10 a month subscription? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well done. Good job. SSR is a believer in Spotify, and yep. you can follow us on Spotify and listen to this very podcast every week yep. on that same provider. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for No Podcast. <coughs> Michael updates the Instagram pretty regularly. Yeah, randomly, yeah. When he remembers. With great photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Grape photos? Yep. Grape. He takes photos of... Grapes. Uh, various grapes. Table grapes. Green. Table purple. Grapes purple. purple white. Any color. Red. Seedless. Extra seeds. Muscadines. Is like, that a grape? No. I think it might as well be it. It's a grape shape. Mm, you can't add it to a grape for yeah. us if it's not. Uh, it won't fall apart. Well, grape spe- juice? Special exception. Uh, does grape juice count? Those were grapes, and they're not grapes anymore. Yeah, but it has grape juice. It's, it's, it's a grape byproduct. Yeah. yeah. It's a derivative. Well, well, it's not the grape byproduct. Well, I said grape, I said grape photos, true. not grape derivative photos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's grape photos. Grape photos. No it does juice. say it does no have juice. grape on there. Mm, no juice. It's not a grape. Not even the ice one from the wine either. Maybe. Maybe the frozen one from concentrate. You know what I'm talking it's about? It's more of a grape than You gotta add in the grape juice. thing and add water to it and crush it in there. That's how our grandmother made juice back in the day. <laughs> Alright, we went off on another tangent. Shocker. That never happens. It's yeah. Very successful. Mm-hmm. Guys, thanks for listening to us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye-bye. Falcon Punch! Drugs. <laughs>